Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. This is Adventure 39. Well, that is a lot of adventure, and we're excited to be here. Uh, coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Bards. Uh, you can check us out every Tuesday. Join the chat. Make fun of us. See what's going on in the adventure. See and vote who gets the hero points uh, each Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, thanks so much for checking us out. Uh, don't forget, you can also drop by our website, ingloriousbards.com, to access our discord as well as our patron and a whole bunch of other good stuff uh without further ado let's get a recap of what happened last session from jeremy okay so we were pretty convinced that we died at the at the beginning of the last session there was an amazing story of the heroes trying to escape uh, through the Nexus portal, even though Sir Brenrose died in the process, sacrificing himself so that we could get away. We apparently weren't fast enough. And Charice was able to rip into the fortress and blast us with an with a icy breath that bounced off of the Nexus portal and all of us got encased in ice for not one, not two, not three, but four months, we were stuck in there until finally Callie and Vero came and rescued us, helped us complete the spell and get back to the Nexus portal. From there, she apparently could see multiple futures and was indicating that this is one of the ways that we might be able to save the realm that we're a part of. But we were now back in Mirskan, back with the king. And so we were able to uh, say parting words for Brenros and, and let uh, the Order of the Vigilant know and send word to his queen in Calavier. And then we went to the king to let him know what had happened and what we had uh, found out about. And turns out that wasn't necessary. He was very aware of Charice. In fact, the entire world was. All of Varen was under a wintry, blankety snow and a great storm was coming. And there was a, a multiple uh, uh, assaults and onslaughts happening. While we were working our way out and trying to find the next path to follow, uh, Callie and Vero's advice rang in our ears as a dwarf spoke up and indicated that there was only one true way to go. His name was Bali. And Bali uh, joined our team, and we decided to start heading north to Ivoron to take the fight back to Charice and do our best to make sure that we could rid the world of her impending doom. Um, on the way, though, we, we did to find some information at Port Rising, and uh, we were kind of bound to help out uh, Cabal and, and see if we can fulfill her promise and help her to get June Cartland off of his throne, his tiny throne as the mayor of Port Rising and this pirate king. While we were seeking our way to get into them, we ran into Fiel, who is in charge of uh, the One-Eyed Squid, I believe. And uh, she was able to get us down into Juke Cartland's uh, stronghold, completely unannounced, completely by surprise, where we were on our way to either end him or meet our own end. And that's where we left off. So that's it. We're in there now, and the battle's about to start. So let the adventure begin.
The old monk looks out from the windswept temple. He sees snow-covered peaks of the storm range for miles around, home to the Temple of the Three Winds. It has been a long time since he's been back, and the sight of the beautiful temple warms his heart. Another catfolk monk approaches. Master Yaru, they are gathered now and ready to speak. Very well. Yaru looks out at the snowy mountains again. He cannot remember a wind as chilling as this one in many years. Yaru walks across the smooth stones of the temple courtyard, too cold for students to be practicing their maneuvers. He walks into an interior chamber, picks up an ornate mallet, and taps an old heavy bell. Its gong reverberates through the small room, and each of the masters sitting cross-legged within nod at Yaru's arrival. Masters, it is good to see you once again. I only wish it was under better circumstances. An older monk smiles and nods at Yaru. It is a good day to see the return of Master Yaru within these walls. It has been too long since you last left us. Yaru takes a seat on the ground in the circle of masters and raises an eyebrow upon seeing his student Tarai sitting with them. The old master notices the look. Young Tarai has recently completed his training and joins us today as a master at his first gathering. Well done and well deserved, Tarai. Your years of dedication and resilience have brought you far. I owe my former teacher much in getting here, though I should have been sitting amongst you much sooner Had my former teacher been present and not gone the last six months, delaying my final test? As that may be, uh, we seek news from you, Master Yaru, particularly about the threat of the Dragon Queen, Charais. What have you learned in your travels? As you know, the Ice Dragon and her Colium army has launched a coordinated attack. What I have gathered is that she has struck at the northern kingdoms of Varen. The strength of her army grows with each cold day. King Feon is preparing the defenses of Navarre. The dwarves withdraw to their holds and will not fight, while Ivaron holds the line against the Colium forces. And the gravest concern is that there has been no sign recently of Jarais herself. No doubt she waits for the right time to strike. We thank you for sharing what you know. We have learned that the decayed kingdom of Dakarath has been taken. Calavier sends her knights north into Stone Dell to block any assault coming from the remains of the Bizran Empire. But this news may not be all grave. There is perhaps another view to see. Yaru cannot hide his confused look. I... I do not understand your meaning. How could this not be grave news? The fate of Varen is at stake. There has been some talk while you've been gone, Master Yaru. Talk of the strength and power shown by these Colium dragon kin and their queen. Talk of Charice's goals. That perhaps her intent comes from a place not fully understood. We must focus on what her true meaning is. True meaning? 
What is there to understand? Her army slaughters the people of the world. They will topple each kingdom one by one until all of Ren is covered in bitter cold and chaos. The former student, young Master Tarai, interrupts Yaru and looks at him sternly across the temple floor. You lack wisdom in this and many things. While you have been off adventuring, I have been busy gathering information about this dragon from old scrolls and wise sages. What you do not know is that Charais once laid claim to Varan long, long ago. These lands were hers. She was beaten back by the five kings of the Chaloran sovereignty generations ago and forced into exile in a corner of the world. Jarvain was less her kingdom and more a prison. She is returning now, not bent on wild destruction, but on restoring the world to what it once was. Do my ears deceive me? Or are you truly advocating for this dragon to kill the people of this world? Unstopped, she will lay dominion over Varen once again. You see this through old eyes and not for what is truly happening. I cannot believe what is truly happening within these temple walls right now. All of you here agree with this, this wild idea? The other monks in the circle look away from Yaru. It is no wild idea. It is the truth. We must respect Charice's efforts to restore the balance to what it once was. There is nothing more precious to us here at the temple than balance. She has shown discipline, remaining focused all these years in Jarvain, and she shows great strength with her army and her own abilities. We see her restoring balance, maintaining focus, and wielding strength. This is madness. These are our beliefs. Balance, focus, strength. You do remember the tenets of our three winds, don't you? Oh, I do not need reminding of the three winds from the likes of you. My allies and I will not stop until the Colium forces are no more and Charais is forced back to Javain. We will not be stopped by any army, any dragon, or any foolish monks sitting high above it all in this temple. Then you are a fool, Yaru. That is Master Yaru. <sighs> Master Yaru stands up, straightens his robe, and walks back out into the cold temple courtyard of the mountaintop retreat. As he does so, his form fades away and his image is blown away like smoke in the breeze. The essence of Yaru is caught up in a cold wind before racing down the mountainside, through peaks and valleys, across Navarre, through the Syrian forest, past the small town of Edlinholm, past Moss Haven on the coast, and out across the ocean, up to a large island in the middle of the shimmering sea, before gently blowing through a hatch in a fine wooden ship, where the true body of Master Yaru rests. He sits comfortably, unmoving, with eyes closed, facing the hull of the ship. As the wind enters Yaru's mouth, he takes a deep breath and his body moves once again. 
A young ship hand also below deck nearly drops the barrel in his hands when the old monk lashes out in frustration and punches the hole with tremendous force. Wood splinters scatter, revealing a fist-sized hole in the side of the ship. The monk breathes heavily again to calm himself. He hears Fiel calling out from the dock that everything is ready and the rest of his friends getting prepared. It is time to storm the hideout here at Port Rising. The monk stands up, straightens his robe again, and turns to the young ship hand. Tell Captain Gregard to look into the state of his hull. We have much work to do and may need to leave soon. The heroes gather with Fiel, who takes them to the top of the island. There she waits for the two ogres and their master to wrap cruel chains around a huge tree, a special tree that groans in pain as the chains cut into its bark. The tree unravels its roots, revealing a hidden drop into the hideout of the pirate king, Jun Cartlin. The heroes race out of hiding and dive into the branch-like hands of the tree. The branches gently lower them down into the darkness below. They are left in a room with decorative pools of water, smoky lamps, and several guards who are stunned to see the six heroes suddenly arrive without notice. Get them! Kill them all! The guards draw weapons, magic flashes, and we have a battle, my friends. I am sharing the map now. Is this about you guys for the, the last time? <laughs> yes! Yeah, where do you think we were? I don't know. I was sitting in the tree. Yeah, we know. Screwing around. Well, I was, uh, I was yarding, making sure no one else is uh, after us. Mm-hmm. We were what? Yarding. Be in the yard. Gar- guarding. Gardening? In yes. the yard? Yes. <laughs> I don't understand why you're not a time for gardening. <laughs> Speaks perfect common to me. <laughs> Although I am supportive of gardening in general. <laughs> All right, here's what we have. We have essentially a I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 40, uh, a 40 by 100 foot room with a couple of broad pillars on the outsides and a duplicate mirrored on the other side with a pool of water uh, that separates the two of them. This is uh, a, a slightly smoky lamp, uh, uh, lamp lit room with some harsh shadows. Uh, there's some crates, there's a, there's a desk. This is, uh, it may have been a prettier place used from some other function right now. It is uh, held by some guards. They, there is one that is close to you guys. You guys are on the Southern section of this map. There's one maybe just 25 feet to your right near the door. He's got his weapon out and is charging in. And you also see a uh, spell casting witch. She is across in the mirrored section on the other side of the pool about maybe, I don't know, 50, 60 feet away. And that's where we're at right now. The guard, uh, as always, vital beacon is active. So to the guard that's charging at us, uh, Piercy takes out his sword and is after you. Okay. <laughs> and Piercy gets his special bonus and will drop to last initiative place, but that does give him panache. And, uh, well, we have uh, Shunka, who is also joining us. Shunka oh, yeah. goes Shunka. after 
Sildren. And we have a new character on the board, and that is Bolly Ashbeard. And Bolly just rolled fantastic with a total of 36 and goes Whoa. first. Whoa. Oh, my. And we're anxious to see what Bolly's carrying. <laughs> After you, Bolly! Lightning! Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, what am I seeing here? I'm seeing that. I don't see much from where I'm at. Uh, Bali very proudly and heavily steps forward. <laughs> His full move speed of 10. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> boom, boom. Uh, and with an action, he can hold an action. Is that correct? Um, you, yes, maybe. Uh, <laughs> we don't use these very often. There's ready and then there's delay. You want to do a ready, is that correct? I would like to do a ready. All right, for a ready, it costs you two actions and you have to declare a trigger and what you will do. Oh, okay. And it's a one action response. Uh,. So, okay. Such, so such as I'm gonna I'm gonna have my crossbow pointed at the door. If anyone comes through there, I shoot. That got type it, of got it, got it. I haven't started this. So uh, essentially, he's going to uh, delay and will use shield upon any aggression that starts to happen. Uh, to shield himself. To shield himself. All right, uh, I'm making the Twitch map bigger for the screen and moving it up. There we go. So our viewers should get a better look at it there. Perfect. Okay. Uh, all right. That is good. Next up is the um, mercenary. And it's not even the one you see. It is one who comes out from Aha! the northwest. Uh, he's maybe 20 feet away from the group uh, and sees Bali and just charges right at you. I need to know his move speed. I assume it's a fantastic normal 25 yep 5 10 15 20 20 he can get right not he can get right on you with two freaking actions he just ran out of move he comes right <laughs> up to you and comes slicing down with his sword and to that would trigger my action then yeah oh man uh you prepare an action choose single action uh if the trigger occurs before you choose the action as a reaction yes you okay. cast shield nice okay. sweet that's just very stylish oh, ah. <laughs> all right uh it's a jolly shield and it's you are shield. you are attacked with how do i not do that let me get out of edit mode first roll of the night is by this guy normal what is happening hold on having some weird trouble there we go uh with a 42 to hit a 42 Ooh. is a critical Ooh. Ooh. welcome to the campaign, to the campaign. <laughs> Holy moly. and he's dead <laughs> <laughs> all right um 42 wow no 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 no. what what 
You take 48 points of slashing damage, this brutal critical hit. All right. Oh now you can uh, shatter your shield to absorb some of that damage if you look at your shield ability. Yeah. Uh, that'll be what'll happen right now. All right. The shield instantly up, instantly hit, instantly <laughs> shattered, <laughs> and is gone. Ah, said, I got one. You said that was 48? 48. So we're subtracting 33. Uh, all right. The other one is a mercenary coming from the right-hand side. He comes charging over. 25 feet is just enough and charges in on poor Xanner. No! Yes! Where did come from? From the right! And he strikes at <laughs> Xanner. Oh, man, these rolls are being funky here. I'll do normal. Uh, Xander, 36 to hit. That's a, yes, it hits. Not critical, just hits. Normal hit to Xander uh, for 19 points of slashing damage, and then he strikes a second time. Stop it! Uh, with a total of... 24. Uh, that's a miss. All right. Xander, you get to get revenge. You're next. So you got this yeah. guy right in your face. Oh, my God. I have a hard time calculating things. Hold on. I'm not unconscious, you guys. I just subtracted everything. So Xander's I'm going to make sure. Oh, God, no, wait. That was 19 points, and they missed with the other one. What a douche. And I will zap him with a elemental toss. Hold before you do that. He has a reaction? He has a reaction called uh, attack of opportunity. You are doing a manipulate action because you're casting a spell and he will make a strike against you. It's like he knew it. And... Is it my floppy hat? <laughs> Where's he at? Here he goes. He does not get the penalty. Here comes another strike on Xanner because you're almost a critical. Uh, might still be an 18 to hit. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. 38 to hit. What the? What? Gee, 18 is much better. Uh, 38 <laughs> is a critical hit. Is a critical. Woo! Dang. The group is having some problems. It sounds like your dice are having problems. Uh, 49 points of slashing damage to Xanner. Blood goes flying out. Since that is a critical, Xanner, um, he disrupts your spell and your spell is negated. Ah! Mm. You lose the action. The, um, there's something you, it's like um, there's a feat. steady spell casting. Yeah, I don't think I have that. All right. So you lose that that spell and the action. You can continue with your turn. Okay. Well, uh, that was going to be one. So instead, <laughs> I will cast Burning Hands, Mother uh -oh. Father. <laughs> mm. uh, and I'm not going to bother bother piddling with it being its own little level two. Simple so level two. Yeah, we don't need that. Let's go, to, let's go to level four for this one. Level four, he rolls a 33. No, 32. That's it. Yes, that's enough. He, he takes half damage. 29, which is... Why is it hard? He dodges out of the way. What's half damage? He gets half damage of 36, so he will take... What is that, 18 points of damage? 18. Flame damage! 
All right. Next up, if the group hasn't had enough trouble, is this witch who's across the way. She sees... She doesn't notice the shield spell of Bali, but she does see freaking uh, burning hands cast out from Xanner. And she calls out, uh, there's a wizard! And points at Xanner and begins weaving her own magic. No, no! Xanner, (laughs) you you feel some thoughts start to slip away in your mind. No, no, no! And I need... Yes, yes, yes. I need you to make a very important will save, if you please. Oh my gosh. All right, hang on. Very important, you say? Sure, this is going to be perfect. It's a 30. With a 30, you are afflicted by a feeble mind spell and succeed. With the success, you gain the stupefied two condition for one round. What? That's with a success. And stupefied two is going to affect all your intelligence, wisdom, charisma skills, most importantly, your spell DCs and attack rolls. Oh my God. That was with a success. So powerful magic hits you. After this round, will it be stupefied one, so it's going to graduate down? So two, then one, or is it just two, then zero? It'll just one, and then it will go away. Uh, Then she throws at Bali uh, a bluish, dark, very dark bluish flame that comes flying your way, Bali. What do you want, witch? And she wants a 25 to hit. No. All right. <laughs> it clashes off the, the remnants of your shield and goes away. Uh, however, there is a, another one that appears up top, uh, hearing the alarm's been uh, called. She looks and cannot see, though, the wizard that was called out because she was behind a pillar. Instead, she will lash out the one person she can't see, which is Palik. Palik, magic is cast your way, and it is uh, um, a terrible vision of a underwater sea serpent somehow coming out of this pool and grabbing you, and you cannot uh, quite comprehend that this is an illusion or reality. I need you to make a will save, please. With 29, this creature comes out, grabs you and bites you and tears at you, uh, but it afflicts your mind and not your body. You are hit for 12 points of mental damage and gain the frightened one condition, and that was with a success. So you guys are going up against some, some powerful spells these days. Uh, and then she uh, finishes it off. No, she moves, so she's done. Not to be outdone, there is a third witch who comes out from the right side. She moves once, and she throws the blue-black fire at Bali as well. Um, Bali. The little, little, it's like a mini fireball with a natural 20. Two criticals oh. in the dwarf's first turn of the campaign. Yikes. 
Bali, you have been lit up for... Welcome to the party. Who invited this guy? <laughs> I'm up here all alone, you know. Uh, so, Bali, just so you know, we always wait for Sir Brenrose to go up first. That's what we recommend. Oh, 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 I shouldn't have had insane. me go first in initiative. <laughs> uh, you are hit for 41 points of Ooh. fire and negative damage. In addition, you are coated possibly with this flame. Make a will saving throw. Uh, make a will saving throw. I have them here. There's the save. There's the will. That didn't function the way that I had hoped. It opened a menu. I guess I can still roll it. Here we go. And that comes to 38, it looks like. Pass, uh, you're totally fine. Didn't see a number there. Uh, oh. Pass the critical yeah. success. And you are immune to this flame uh, additive effect for an hour. So nice. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, that's the good benefit. Sildren, you get to join the fray. Uh, good God. <laughs> um. Stay alive! Hit this guy with your sword! Keep me alive! Do something! <laughs> Quiet. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, Sildren will activate his bracelet of dashing and cast a level th three heal on Xanner. Uh, healing Xanner for 38 points of damage. Woo, thank you! And Shunka will attack the elite mercenary that's right there with him. All right. You could get uh, flanking, I think. Uh, perfect, then that's what he will do. All right, that's one action. And let's see. Hmm. I should have got the seagull. I should have got just there was a seagull. <laughs> it had eyes for me when we were sailing. I should have just taken him. But no, are you, are I get this, this worthless ass wolf. You've had to carry it up a ladder. You've had to bring it down into a tunnel. 20, uh, 20, 23 to hit with, with flanking. Flanking, that is a miss. Now, uh, when you activated your dashing, that gives you additional move capabilities, right? Uh, dish uh, gives me plus 10 to, to your speed. All right. Speed, yeah. Palik, you're up. People are getting hit hard. I'm going to uh, travel up here to flank uh, flank this mercenary with, with a new pal. <laughs> okay, Bali. Let's clang and bang this son of a bitch. Clang and bang. Clang and bang. Is that like shake and bake? Uh huh. <laughs> a little more violent. Ugh. <laughs> a uh, twenty-nine. Twenty-nine is a stab and a miss. He sidesteps out of the way of your blade. Perfect. Uh, I'll try that again. So just the bang then. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, it's not, 
It's no bang, no bang. It's a bad start. 22 is a miss. All right, Yaru. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go. Tim, so the way this is going, the title should be The Revenge of John Cartland for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be great. It'll only be an hour long. It'll be right, simple. It's first round. Short it's episode. Long. <laughs> so I'm going to move uh, a total of 35 feet just around everybody to get. Uh, to the north of this enemy with Shunka. Right. Oh, which did nothing. That's the near one next to Xanar. Gotcha. Yes, uh, to the southeast. Uh, and then I'm going to use my next action to attack him with a flurry of blows. Oh, double hits. Yes. With just one um, Yeah, let me do that. Okay. Oh, okay. Some table has popped up. Yeah, there's some weird tables that are coming up. This is... What the hell? Okay, roll plus 21. <laughs> uh, a 31 to hit, and then only a 21 to hit on that one. 31 to hit is a hit. Awesome. 31 hits. No, I'm dead! Kill it! So that's 20 points of damage of that. Three is cold uh, and four is fire. All right. Does anything to him. Uh, My last action, I will, I'll strike him again. um, And I'm also going to uh, focus on the Majinor's eyepiece connection that I have with Sildren. And I'm gonna begin uh, communicating with Sildren telepathically so that the enemies can't tell I'm doing so. Okay. And that's a 30 to hit on my last Uh, act. 30 to hit is a miss. Oh, okay. 31 is what we're looking for on those. (laughs) Yeah, at least we know. Um, uh, And so I'm going to say to Sildren, Sildren, I have the the seed of an idea. If we can get to John Cartland, I need you to give the gem I gave you to Palik. We don't even know where Junt Carlin is. I know that, but trust me. Uh, I will get it to her. That'll okay. My turn. Piercy, uh, you are last loaded with panache. What you got? Piercy um, takes a sweep around the room, a visual sweep, and he goes uh, two moves to the furthest. Um, witch, witchy, witchy witch. Actually, he's gonna attempt a tumble behind. Get behind nice. her. Okay, sweet. I just enabled uh, quicker rolls. There was a setting that you had. I just tweaked the roll. Roll, roll oh, wow. should work faster for us. So let me, let me. Yeah, sorry. I'm gonna have to. Whoa. Doing... Craziness! Um, so tumble behind is going to be racing across the battlefield. Where did he go? You're on your own, man. We can't see you. Come on. <laughs> uh, it's a 31. 31 is not great, but it's enough. <laughs> this is not the most <laughs> agile of witches. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. Um, 
And then uh, with that 31, she's flat. She flat-footed with Dumble high enough for me, right? Yes. yes. Oh, please tell me yes. I hear a yes. Uh, Seth, Seth is saying yes, even though he's muted. Seth is a liar, though. Success. If you don't have enough speed, no, you just move through their space. No, don't. Did you do tumble behind or tumble through? Behind. You have tumble behind. I do. What's the feat read? That's a special feat, then. It is. Yeah, that is gives you flat. They are flat-footed if you're successful. Sweet. All right, so they're flat-footed. So that's a minus two to their AC, correct? Flat-footed, correct. For your next attack. Right. So you you just add plus two to your attack roll. I I, I did two moves. Final move, finisher. Ooh. Is gonna be right. Good here. luck. We Burning is panache. Right mm-hmm. That die was all over the place. So with plus two, that's forty. A total yeah! of forty. That has got to be good. That is a critical hit on a finisher. Yes. This should be big. Right, so critical. Leave that button. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> nice. Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine points of damage. You plunge. Well, what's the weapon they use? A short sword. Short His sword. tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you plunge it into her, uh, her, the, her back on the upper side, and kind of do this slice uh, down horizontally. But you kind of get stuck a bit into spine and have to yank your sword out painfully. Uh, she's badly hurt, still alive, but that was a brutal blow. Piercy is done. The round is over. She also has. Uh, oh. or sorry, she has a one d ten fire. Fire. I'm, I will try to make note of that. Uh, and Bali, you're up. All right. Uh, this guy is clearly too dangerous for me. Uh, I will step back and away for an action. So you're doing a step and not a move because he's ready. He's ready to opportunity attack the crap out of you. All right. Where are you going? <laughs> I can't deal with that. It's it's too stressful. Oh, <laughs> guys, this may uh, not have been a good choice. To which I say, while I am walking backwards, or taking a step backwards, uh, I say, I say, you've seen too much, and poof. And I blind the mercenary that's in front of me there. Oh, you're casting oh. blindness upon him. Yes. Whoa. Uh, what does you he have to do? You can do that. <laughs> yes. <Jim>. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> what does he roll? What does this, the spell say? Make a will save. DC thirty fortitude. Fortitude. All right. He has rolled a total of twenty-seven. 27 is a fail. All right, he is what is it? blinded for one minute. Oh, that's the Ooh. battle. <laughs> so that's super bad for him. Uh, super, super bad. And our house rule is he has to make a flat 13 or higher before any attack even has a chance to be rolled. That's right. more than half his attacks are wiped out right there. Wow. Nice, nice job. Next uh, is that very mercenary. Ah, 
I can't see. Help me, witches! Help! Uh, he's, and he, swinging. he's swinging right above Palik. He just yeah. <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> he swings once at Palik, and I'm rolling a, an annoying 20-sided die, and I got a three. He misses right before even <laughs> making the attack. His last action is to swing at the dwarf and misses because you're not there anymore, and he doesn't know. <laughs> Uh, there is another uh, mercenary, and he is surrounded by uh, gnome, cat, and wolf. And he strikes at uh, Master Yaru. Yaru, that's a 41 to hit. Ooh, that does hit. In fact, it is just a critical hit. Just a critical? It's and only then a, a critical. Only a critical. And then a 32 to hit? Does hit. And then he does a triple attack on you. Oh, and critically fails. He is flat-footed to everyone for one round. Uh, But he got a critical and a regular, so here comes some pain to the monk. Uh, Where are we at? Here we go. Critical blade. These have been big hits. 48 points of slashing, followed by 20 points of slashing. They're done. Xanner, keep in mind, it's your turn. You're next to a bad guy, and there's a lot of friends nearby him. There's a lot of friends. I I can't, I can't. I, Xanner's going <laughs> to five feet away. He's just going to step next to Silver. Step away. He raises his sword. <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you going? And uh, with that glorious line that he's just created, Xander will fire at the witch that's off to the northeast with a lightning bolt. Hang on, I I just got very excited. I have to damage lightning bolts and firing. Okay, so she has to make a uh, basic save of a, I'm stupefied, so it's a DC 27. She rolled a 27, the stupefied win. For the win, half that damage, 14. Nice damage. She does an air high five with the other witches. (laughs) 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 Wow. Uh, Xanner is done with the lightning. Uh, Next is the witch in the center. I'll take the witch in the center square, please. She. (laughs) You fool. Cast. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. That is a great reference, Christopher. I'm. That's a uh, Gilbert Gottfried, fantastic. Oh my God, anyways. Um, she casts a, ooh, they want to light. She's gonna try and light you on fire, not knowing you're resilient to it. She throws a witch flame bolt at you, a Bali. Ah, God darn it. It explodes in her hand and does six points of damage to herself with a natural one. <laughs> She then throws a second one at you, Bali, uh, with a 26 to hit. 26 will not make contact. It goes. All right. And then she runs away for cover behind uh, one of these pillars in the back. This witch is on fire. And then the witch that Xanner lightly grazed, she will. Xanner, you're no longer stupefied, by the way. Thank you. We're moving that. She is uh, 
she's going to cast that feeble mind spell on you as well. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh yes, you fight. You suddenly have this clarity of thought, and now you're going back to uh, uh, romper room here. You need to make a will save as your mind starts to melt inside your brain. I've got a non-melting brain. Check it out. It's awesome. Oh. Okay, so it's technically a 32 because I haven't removed the stupefied condition. So it's 32. 32. You resist, and with success, you gain stupefied two for Mother one down. Man, do you do you not have will that presses you up into like the critical range or anything? I mean, you know how some people have that. I I I feel willy. I don't know if I. <laughs> no, I don't think he does. <laughs> I thought you had the mind for it, but just don't feel my willy. Just 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 feel your own willy. <laughs> for her second action, Free she willy. takes she takes cover. So she gets added cover benefit from being uh, around that corner. Uh, next up is uh, we we lost we lost a witch. What the heck happened? Witch went down to the bottom. Why did she go down to the bottom? And now she's all over the place. Uh, she will go to 28.5. It's the bottom witch. I thought she was. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just walked it in it. It was such a good setup. That is fantastic. The wounded witch with the huge cut against her spine. Oh, she is going to. Oh, man, that is go so bad. Go to the bottom of the list. <laughs> <sighs> she spins around and uh, 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 reaches out, doesn't have to touch you, but reaches out and racks your mind with pain, Piercy. You need to make a will save. Will save. All right, I'm going to do it. Here we go. Um, oh, it's on this page. Sorry. I mean, you made that comment about faster dice rolls, and I'm totally upping it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. They're paying us by the hour. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, we'll my see. God. Oh, yes. Sorry. Hold on. I clicked the wrong thing, and so now. All right, I'm, I'm going to make the will save for you. <laughs> Got it. I did it. How'd it go? 32. 32 is a success as you are hit by this phantom pain. You take not a ton. You take, uh, what is it? Oh my God, not much at all. Five mental damage and you feel this lingering headache inside your mind, but it fades away as you resist this residual pain. Okay. She then runs away from you just running right to get closer to her uh, sister brethren and then she takes 1d10 points of fire want to roll uh, that fire damage she does 1d10 just a quick 1d10 2 okay and she does not get rid of it continues to burn Sildren you're up uh, Sildren communicating briefly with Master Yaru can that wait just a minute on what you need? Of course. Excellent. Um, so Sildren uh, 
gambling a little bit is going to move here. Where's uh, here? Let me hold on. Sorry. I'm. And he's going to face this witch. And he says to her, always be yourself unless you can be a rabbit. And he's going to cast upon her baleful polymorph. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She has to make a DC 30 fortitude saving throw. Right. This is the one that took cover on the right, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is the one furthest to the east, to my knowledge. Cover does not help against that. She rolled a 24. 24. So for one minute, uh, she turns into a harmless little bunny rabbit. <laughs> um, she can spend all of her actions concentrating on her original form and attempt a will save to end the effect. Oh, she has to burn all three actions every turn to try to just make a save. Correct. Ooh. Had she critically failed, she would have permanently become a rabbit. <laughs> so close. Okay. Wow. Uh, and Shunka loves rabbits. Loves rabbits. Loves <laughs> rabbits. And will attack this sailor that he is um, behind. Or near, I guess there's no, not currently flat-footed. So let's see what he can do with this. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Just the worst. He's a puppy dog. 22 days. 22 is a miss. Just turn, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure Shunka isn't like a, like a, a chihuahua? Or yeah, it's basically his <laughs> freaking pug at this point. He's, he's an adopted stray. <laughs> Polink! Okay. Well, at least I've dealt with a witch for a short while here. Wait, doesn't oh. uh, Shunka get two actions? Um, Only if I concentrate and spend one of spend my actions. Spend an action, yeah. gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a little Polink. embarrassed right now. I'm toe-to-toe with this mercenary. I want to, uh, because uh, Bali took off, I'm going to attempt to tumble behind behind this person. All right. And does him being blind affect anything like that? Like, is he automatically flat-footed or anything? Yeah. You can just walk around him if you want. (laughs) (laughs) It works! Well, I want to get him flat-footed. Uh, he is absolutely flat-footed. You don't flat-footed, need to do anything. Yeah, just yeah. tap him on this shoulder, you know. Ah! Um, then yeah, I'm gonna strike at him with my rapier. With a, ooh, ah! look at that. Oh, I'm gonna burn some halfling luck and re-roll that natural one. There you go. All right. Yeah. Terrible natural one. Can't get any worse. This is true. <laughs> uh, 37? 37 is a hit. Get him! He's tr- swatting away your weapon, but one one blow gets through. So thirty, but he's flat-footed. So I'm gonna burn my uh, um, uh, precise debilitation to do two d6 more damage to him. All right, every nice. bit helps. So a total of thirty-five damage. Got it. And what else? That and was one action. Try to do that same. Thing again. Just skewering over and over again. 
27 misses and then i will i'm gonna just keep keep the keep it rolling all right these are super Ooh. hard the triples 32 32 is a hit nice nice not easy to do on the third swing no not at all <clears throat> so do uh Ooh. 35 damage 35 35 damage on a third attack is sweet yeah Nice. He is bloodied, but hanging in there. Uh, Yaru, you are down next to this mercenary and uh, yeah. Shunka. I'm just going to step in here to flank with Shunka, and then I will flurry of blows once again. At least a dumb wolf is good for something. Jeez. <laughs> you could drop the wolf and pick up that bunny there. rabbit. <laughs> Trading you out. It couldn't be any less useful, useless at this point. I still have that menu uh, popping up, just FYI. Oh, um, for my rolls. So that's a 27 and then a uh, 21. Sorry. 27? Yes. Is a miss. Oh, damn. I missed both. Is that uh, including the flat footed? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yep. 21's a miss. Damn. Okay. Um, I will. That was one action. You have two actions left. Yes. Uh, well, I stepped in. Is that not? Oh, you have one action left. Yep. Um, yeah. So I will. I will attempt to grapple him. Uh, that's okay. That is a minus ten. It's considered an attack. Oh, the grapple's an attack. Okay. Uh, what about a trip or a? Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Um, disarm. Is that a athletics? Oh my God! Disarm is incredibly hard to do as your first action, let alone. Okay, I thought third action. Those was Just a... ask Idrisil. Yes, I'm trying to remember what's the athletic check that I can get him on here. Yeah, most of those are going to be actions. Faint uh, is an faint is an attack. Okay, I'll just I'll check. use my last uh, attack action here. Faint is not an attack. What would that give me? If it's a deception roll against okay. their perception, and if you succeed, they're flat-footed against the next melee attack um, before the end of your next, no, before the end of your current turn, not of use to you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll I'll do, that one. yeah, I'll do my last one here. Okay. Plus 13, so it's going to be a 29, uh, 27, uh, 20, 20, 28, 28 is a miss. <laughs> <laughs> what number yeah. is it? Miss and if you guys are if you here. guys are having any issues with the roll extra window coming up, uh, go to your settings. That's the P icon on the top right hand yep. corner. Go to PF2E player settings and check quick rolls. Make sure that's checked and hit save okay. configuration. Okay. See if that helps. All right, Piercy. There's a whole lot of fl flubbing going on at the mm. south around that guy. Um, yeah. Piercy is going to. Uh, Continue after the one who he began to attack. He's going to use one move. He's going to tumble behind again. That's going to be right. There. Um, oh, acrobatics. Just quick acrobatics roll. Success, 34. 34. Okay, doubles behind and then he attacks, so. And that gives you advantage is the goal behind that. It does, does it give me panache too? 
Um, I don't know. What were you? I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> Did you say it gives him advantage? Gives him the. You gain panache by successfully performing a skill check, uh, including tumble through. Yes. Panache. Wow. Excellent. So I panache. So my first strike will be. Not to throw a wrench in that, but it was tumble behind. So does it matter? Tumble behind is better than tumble through. Is a add on. Yeah. 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 Okay. And there's Sauron and Sauron. So you know, (laughs) go there. That's true, and they're different. But the same. So, <laughs> first strike was a 40. All right. So, you panache, tumble around through her, and you stab her in the cut, wounded back a second time. And that is a critical hit on her. Nice. Uh, 36 points. And that no way. Is, is that your critical? And nice. That- and that's yeah. a critical non-finisher, but what right. did that include your panache? Did you do the panache bonus? Yes. Doesn't look like it. And um, she has persistent damage yeah, as well, which I don't know if she took on her turn or not. She did, she, she did. did. All right, so 36 points of damage. Man. Right. Um, second attack, gonna keep going. Last <laughs> action. You like it when I do this. And... Uh, no! Uh, <laughs> Uh, ah, 21, 22. 21, he got cocky. She slaps you, bad mouse. Um, <laughs> I should have used finisher. Oh, wow. uh, next up is Bali. You're in the middle of the southern section of the room. You got some chaos all over the place. You hear some weird screaming and mouse-like squeaking up to the north, but it's hidden. What do you want to do? <laughs> I race into the dark. Uh, from here, uh... There's probably some glutteral chanting going on, and there is a swelling light that starts to form around the base of this very sturdy dwarf as it bursts out in a giant beam of energy in every kind of direction. Uh, And... Bum, bum, bum. There is a... Yes. A heal is delivered. <laughs> to everyone within 30 of me, and I think that's everyone except for Piercy, is 27 hit points is healed. Nice. Oh, thank you. Wow, that is great. Uh, however, that heal to people applies to um, everybody. Oh. Yes, and with some mastery and conversion with the Stone Father, I'm able to redirect that energy. So as the beam travels out to oh. the various enemies, it kind of creates this little hole around them. <laughs> past them. Wow. Would everyone who wants some healing step for not you, not you, <laughs> or you, not you, sir. You're nice. cool. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, great. So yeah, everyone get your healing. That includes yourself, Bali, by the way. And I did. And 
yeah. That, uh, Big blast uh, of healing is goes out. The mercenary who is blind. Sildren and- cocks his head around and gives like Bali like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Air high five. It's a, it's a bad boy circle camera motion. <laughs> we will not do any any of that in this game. Um, all right. Uh, what the heck? Uh, mercenary was going. He is blinded and is going to shard. Blah, blah, blah. He is messed up with the blind. Uh, his one weakness, uh, he strikes at, oh, I can't roll, the, I can't even roll the attack. He blindly rolls a strike at Palik. He needs a 13 or higher flat out. He rolls a four, misses. He then runs fully north just to get out of the chaos and instead goes northeast, slams into some crates. <laughs> he then rolls, f- runs fully north to get away from this chaos and runs straight east and slams into a wall and takes two points of damage and his turn is over. Next up is the mercenary who is surrounded, but not taking a lot of damage, surrounded by uh, uh, Yaru and the (laughs) dog. And he is going to show you how it's done and faints on you. What is your perception plus 10? Perception. It's on your main main sheet. I think it's on your main sheet. Very top. Letting it load will be 28. 28, he got a 27. He faints right, and you just look at him and shake your head. <laughs> he burns uh, with him. <laughs> uh, burns in action doing that. He will go ahead and just strike at you then and stop screwing around with a ooh, 40 to hit with his ooh, with the sword. That does hit, not a critical. Uh, you have been wounded for 19 points of damage, and a second strike comes slicing up at your forearm with a 34 to hit. I'm sorry, what was the number again? Uh, 34 to hit. 34, that does hit, yeah. 28 points of damage on the second one to your arm. Uh, And and takes blood from the monk. Xanner, what you got? Okay, so there's a guy just running at the wall. I, I almost feel bad for him. But not as bad as I feel about the witch rabbit. So Xander's gonna uh, run forward next to Palik. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Hi. Just, just no reason. Hi. <laughs> and uh, then he's going to go straight north, and he's going to fire a fireball at the rabbit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Just it, you know, it does have a radius of like twenty that we realized is pretty bigger than we thought. Yeah. Big radius is rad. So uh, let me set up the radius. Why not? How about I place a twenty-foot fireball right in front of Sildren, but not at Sildren. Nice. How's that look? Uh, pretty, that's the center great. of the of a wall. That wouldn't work. You you don't know? It's a fireball. Fireballs are magic. How about that? That would not hit her at all. There's a wall between her and the and the center of effect. What if I put it right here? Everyone gets hit now. We're all friends. <laughs> He's getting pissy. He's getting pissy at me and taking it out on you. He's shouting at the voice of the sky, like, "Okay, here." <laughs> hey, I got, I got, I got a suggestion. I got a suggestion. All right. Don't Maybe I should fireball. <laughs> what if you did it out there? Just tossed it way. Yeah, I can do that. I'll toss it way far away. We'll, we'll yeah, leave. you got line of sight. Mr. Black, I like that yeah. idea better. All right. 
Yeah. Let's all do what you want to do, Sildren. (laughs) Well, let's do the thing that doesn't involve me being blasted by a fireball. You're in a a pool of water. Chill out. What what level is this? This is going to be a level four fireball. Okay. The witch (laughs) to the north gets a 29. Does she, though, as a rabbit? No, that's the one to the north. The rabbit... The rabbit, which gets a natural one. Oh, <laughs> burn, bunny, burn. So the oh. rabbit is going to take 88 points of damage. Oh, shit. And because my DC was a 20, 29, dark down to 27, she would have gotten either way. So the witch above gets uh, 22 points of wow. flame damage. All right, big explosion bounces off the wall. Piercy, it's close to you. You shield your eyes, but you don't get caught in the flame. There's a witch maybe 15 feet behind you, Piercy, and she gets hit for a bit. And everyone hears this terrifying high-pitched shriek of a rabbit, but you see nothing left but some tasty morsels left behind on the ground. Well done, I might add. Not you, Xander, the meat. And then... It is the witch's turn. You can get rid of that fireball explosion, please. It is the uh, witch's turn who just got lightly blasted. Let's check her spell repertoire, shall we? Uh, She is going to cast Crushing Despair on Piercy. Piercy, all seems like it is for naught. Everyone has abandoned you up here, and you have a sinking feeling in your heart. Make a will save. Will save or 31. God dang it! Man, you guys are rolling great against the witch spells. All right. Uh, With a success, you cannot use reactions for one round. Okay. And you have to make another save versus this despair at the start of your next turn and possibly lose an action. That's the worst thing that can happen. Okay. Uh, so it's not that bad. Wow. You know, that, was a, that doesn't automatically become a critical for your will? Not for will, no. Okay. No. Okay. Reflex. Reflexes is automatic. Yeah, my reflex is critical. Um, This other witch next to you, she reaches out that you've been stabbing repeatedly and is badly wounded. She turns around and gently caresses your cheek with witch flame caress. Sounds awful. And a 31 to touch your cheek. What's your armor class? You are muted. Piercy, you're so quiet! It's a 30. She covered your mouth! She touches your cheek. You are lightly touched for 18 points of fire and negative damage. Uh, Also, you have to lose something out of your cheek pouch. No. (laughs) No. She she goes in at random. (laughs) You need to make a will save, uh, Piercy. Okay, another will save is going to be... A lot of will saves. Oh, that one's only a 19. With a 19, your cheek and face are lit up by a translucent dark blue flame that does not burn on its own, uh, but you are covered in this sickly flame for just one round, and that means you cannot be sealed, and you have weakness five to fire for one round. Okay. However, she then burns two actions. She's been waiting for this, her combo, and triggers Witch Flame Kindling. A creature within 30 feet of her that is covered in witch fire burns. Oh no. Uh, 
the fire glows brightly. You get no uh, immediate defense against it. You take 5d6 fire and 5d6 negative damage, but you do get to make a fortitude save to maybe cut that in half. Good luck. Okay. Fortitude save. I am going to use a hero point. Great choice. My four is a little low. As they say, can't get any worse. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Why? You didn't critically fail. You did not critically fail. Uh, you take 33 points of fire and negative damage. And she says, burn! I... Okay. Done. Done and uh, Sildren. Uh, <laughs> I really want to get that gem to Palik, but there's so much else going on. Yeah. Lots of fire going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Good buddy trick. So, Sildren, worry about that after the battle. I can see you're contemplating it. There's there's another witch up to the northwest, yeah? There's two up there somewhere. There's two they up there, they yeah. ran up there. Okay. Um, guys, there's a two witches up here. <laughs> Sildren is going to move here. And then here. So you're zigzagging across the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two feet deep. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, seeing just the one bad, the one witch, it seems like she's a little worse for the wear. Um, Sildren's going to just cast Searing Light at her. Um, so he extends his hand and just a blazing ray of light, uh, tinged with the holy energy of Keth comes forth. Yeah, holy light. Spell attack. And, uh, let's see, I am going to, I'm going to keep that 29 to hit. 29. She takes all of it in the back again because she was facing Piercy. <laughs> Poor lady. Uh, she takes all that damage. So that's 5d6 fire damage. Whoop, I'm sorry, I rolled uh, to hit again, so let me roll the damage now. And she is going to take 19 points of damage. Okay. That was done! Fire! You sizzle her alive, burning a hole through her back and almost wounding Piercy. Piercy, you dodge as a light of piercing, searing light comes through her. She is dead. Fantastic. And then Shunka gets his attack. Good luck. For what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Hey. Yay. Yeah. Hey. Uh, 37 to hit. 39 to hit. 39 to hit. 39 is a hit. All right. Um, Do you even know where the damage is? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, let me find it. Bleak, you're up next. Yep. 
Uh, 18, 18 points of damage. And I don't have that. I've used all my actions. So um, so it's just 18 points of damage, and that's it. All right. I'm going to run up to this blind bastard, uh, annoyingly making me burn two moves to do that. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> and strike out with a, a 30. 30 is a miss. Yeah. You strike and hit the wall behind him. Ching! Did you say he was flat-footed, though? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's because yeah, he's already calculated. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Yaru. Um, I am going to... I will first do a one-inch punch with my first two actions. I think that is a great idea against these challenging dudes. <clears throat> and that is a natural, a natural 20. 20. <laughs> I thought it was a natural one, but it's a green yeah. die. It has a weird symbol on it. Um, so that's Huge. a 41. I guess we Critical don't need to say what it is. On a one-inch punch oh, as well, 21. that's 41 points of damage. Of 41 that. to hit with 41 damage. All right. Uh, eight of that is cold. Four is fire. Okay. And then I will do a flurry of blows. Oh, that's sweet. <clears throat> That's good combo. My next actions, or it would both be third act, third attacks, right? No, no. Um, nope. So okay. Thirty-four. Uh, Thirty-four to hit for the first one, and I'm going to burn um, my. I'll hand. give you one of mine. Oh, thank you as well. You rolled natural one on the last attack. Natural one for that last one, so I'm going to burn a hero point. Thank you, Seldrin. Thank you, Seldrin. You're welcome. Go ahead and re-roll it real fast. Uh, re-roll, that's a third attack. Missed, Ooh, but not a critical. Uh, 20 to hit on that one. All right, but one did hit, so do normal damage one time. Damage for that one. Oh, that was a good roll. Oh, wait, wow. I'm sorry. That might be the... Um, nope, we're good. Yep, so that is 25 points Jeez, of damage. That's really good. And of that, we got six fire, six cold. All right, the uh, Shunka Master Yaru team finally kicks it into gear down <laughs> south. Uh, Piercy, almost alone up north. You've got one witch who's hiding left nearby you, and Sodren kind of being in nearby as well. All right, so Piercy um, uses a move to get over. Still has Panache, he just uses a move to get over to this other witch. Hi, uh, you're next. And. There we go. We're gonna strike with the short sword. Uh oh. Ooh. Ah! Nay. I'll give oh, you a hero a point. Natural one, so bending that hero point. Plus one more, and we're gonna re-roll that. Four. That's better. Natural. <laughs> I gotta get on the right thing here. Thirty-five, 35. is a hit. Much right. better. So we do some damage. She has twenty-two hit points left. I said we do some damage. 16. Ooh. She lives. <laughs> <laughs> I live! Third move, finisher. Uh, Don't finish me! Second attack. 28. Hits. Wait, wait, wait. She has six hit points left. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Come on, five. finisher. Yes, finisher. <laughs> finisher. Oh. Three points. There you go. Damage. 
Not a good finisher, but enough. Uh, we will end the combat there as Palik is able to get behind the guy she's next to and slit that dude's throat after him slamming into the wall a few more times. There's blood and destruction. There's the burnt smell of tasty meat, and the combat has come to an end. Uh, before that uh, combat ends, can I do uh, some uh, battle medicine? You can do whatever you want. Uh, okay. I'll tend to uh, Master Yaru here. Thank you. Master Yaru, this dumpling of a dwarf waddles up to you and breaks out a knife and cuts deeply into your flesh. Deal one point. Deal uh, 1d8 point of damage to you. Oh! <laughs> He has an ability called Risky Surgery. <laughs> Why don't you say that before you cut into me next time, you jerk? The, the anesthetic is surprise. God, <laughs> oh, man. You take, you take eight points of damage. Do you have any catnip? Jesus. <laughs> Keth, say man. Eight points of damage, though, I will be able to critically succeed uh, doing what was the healing amount? Uh, it's at on 30? your notes. It's on your notes. It's on my notes. Notes page. My notes page. Is that? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Bum, 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 bum. Here it comes. Sixty-two yep. points of healing. Jesus. Jesus. Wow. Thank Children's you. like watching. Like, oh wow. Like, How? Uh, good. There's no. Also, notice there's no randomness to this. I will always do. Yeah, it's 32 plus 30. That's awesome. Does that go up as your levels go up? I don't know, probably. So do we still have this guy in between me and Sunko? No. Uh, What? Did I leave a guy out? Yeah. Uh, Let me check this out. Yeah, he was wounded too. We'll say he's dead too, yeah. Okay. Sorry, guy. I forgot all about you. Malik would like to do a quick quick looting and then um, make our way further... And Soldier yeah, so tosses Palik the telepathic gem that's connected to Master Yaru. Is this for my birthday? I thought you come forgot. In. Come in, come in. Hello. Hello. Why is it talking to me? What is <laughs> What devil worship is this? Change. Ignore it. All right. It's spam. <laughs> this is your <Hello>. conscience. <laughs> is this what it's like to be a druid? That's the worst. Is this what like to care? Yes. <laughs> Are you unhappy with your long distance provider? <laughs> We've been trying to reach you about your insurance. <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's there? It is Master Yaru. You're like 20 feet away. I know. And I'm like switching back and forth. Between. Hey, it's that chorus effect that's really <laughs> weird. I'm like, I'm not saying anything and then I'm speaking in my mind. Um, no, so I'm just going to speak normally to everyone. Everyone, before we proceed through the next chamber to John Cartland, allow me to share with you a plan that I have been thinking on. How do you know the boss is in the next chamber? I don't, but this is where he was last time. Yeah, this is not Double Dragon 2. <laughs> Hold still, Percy. Uh, and, yes. uh, 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 Bali is attempting to heal uh, Piercy. All right, of, Piercy, take one d8 points of damage and then ah. heal sixty-two. 
He's just rooting around in there. That is great. Mm, that's some good meat in there. <laughs> I don't even sanitize it. <laughs> like that cat blood. Ow! ow. Hey, oh, hey, thank you. Uh, uh, before we go on, Halik, you found, I put it in the party loot sheet, you found 75 gold amongst the corpses. And each of the witches had a greater healing potion. This is a potion you guys have not seen before. This is the most powerful healing potion you've seen to date. These heal 6d8 plus 20 health. Whoa. Wow. And there are three of them now in the party loot sheet for you guys to decide what you want, as well as the 75 gold coins. I would suggest maybe Xander, Palik, and Yaru, or... Uh, Piercy, probably. Piercy, yeah. Um, Piercy, Yaru, and Palik, maybe? Well, Xander, Palik, and Piercy, because I can heal myself there you with go. a focus point, break. just That'll in work. case. Well, we're moving forward, so... Uh, Yay! Let's figure it out now. I'm taking one! Stupid witch! Okay, so Piercy, Palik, and Xander. And uh, we didn't have the the map set up uh, last time we were here, um, but this is the same place where we walked through the tunnel towards Junk yes. Island's uh, Yes, chamber. this place is known to you. Okay. Um, yeah, so as we're kind of making our way through, I'm just going to kind of go over the thoughts that I've been having. So, um, Palik, do you still have the rune or the talisman which grants you invisibility for a time yeah I think we can make use of that in this next effort against John Cotlin if you what use you the, if you use this before we meet him then as we are talking to him I would ask you to see if you can Sneak around the room. Of course, this is not a guaranteed mission. Nothing we do is. But if you can place the gem inside of his pocket, I can speak to him and perhaps convince him in his mind through some kind of effort without fighting. Next video. I mean, that sounds great and all, but I kind of was excited to fight him. Yes, I know we are very excited to fight yeah, him. Yeah, we have to get rid of this guy. We have, we should get rid of any enemy who cannot be reasoned with. But I believe the more allies we have. Were you not here last time? Of course I was. Yeah, we tried to reason and he told us to FO. I believe this was out of fear, not out of some for, some showing of strength. I believe this new threat of Charais, this great dragon, and the great cold that we are facing, I believe this will be enough to convince him to join us. And if not, well, then you are in a perfect place to take care of him. What say you? We can try. I too do not believe he can be reasoned with, especially since he's already 
spurned then, us once. It let's let's at least perfect. go forward and see if this yes. is even a possibility. Be and surrounded that, by people. I'm not going to do it. And at the very least, I can cause distraction while the rest of you prepare yourselves. And uh, we'll, I guess proceed through the chambers. Okay. You proceed through the chambers. You move forward into the inner sanctum of uh, John Cartland, the Pirate King's chamber. This is a huge circular chamber, a uh, big vault type thing with some big gorgeous pillars in the middle. It also has superfluous pools of water, shallow pools of water in it. Um, there are a half a dozen, even a dozen uh, different guards, uh, some of those mercenary guys, more of those witches uh, who are watching. They already have weapons drawn, but they don't attack immediately, but they are primed as they heard the chaos earlier. Uh, at the far end of this room is a, a carpet, huge carpeted section that's just been thrown in there. Some ramshackle chairs and couches that don't match in any way are thrown in there. Some th uh, throne that's been crafted or stolen from somewhere, oversized has been thrown in there. And uh, sitting upon it is this huge minotaur, big, tall, muscular guy, big, glorious, curved horns. Uh, he, uh, is doing some cocky uh, Co King Conan, you know, like leaning on on one leg with his hand to his chin, looking at the entrance as you guys come in. Uh, the guards are all watching you guys, but they're waiting for the word to strike from uh, John Cartland himself. Uh, you have met him once before. It, it did not go great. It didn't go bad, but it didn't go great. And, oh, there's one more individual of note, and that is also uh, and hanging from a chain and a series of chains upside down is your friend and his sister, Cabal, a uh, minotaur who is... Um, uh, wearing loincloth upside down, bloodied, and there's chains that are wrapped around her legs, holding her upside down. And there are other chain, there's another chain that is hooked uh, into her side, up against maybe caught in one of her ribs, uh, that is part of some sort of torture. And all is quiet as you guys walk in, and it's like a freaking ah, 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 type moment right here. <laughs> Uh, as the place goes quiet. And John Cartland speaks and he says, So you have returned, killing my men. I should have killed you when I saw you last. This is my first time, really. I, I have the nickel tour. If you would have killed us last time you saw us, you'd be dead. Explain! That ghost captain would have taken your head. We took care of that problem for you. I believe we offered you a deal if we took care of him. You did not take us up on that. So we return for your head. 
You dare return from my head? I see you bring the Isle's greatest combatant, he says, uh, mockingly motioning towards Yaru, which was a ruse that you guys pulled that um, they don't necessarily know about, um, that it's a ruse, but yeah, you're mm-hmm. there. <clears throat> and you uh, violate my hideout and kill my men. I'm going to do more than leave. that. You will not leave here alive. Soldier, and by the way, I love the rabbit thing, uh, gain a hero point. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yaru is looking for any sign of motion from any of his guards. You said they're on the ready um, for his signal. Uh, as soon as one of them, I'm basically I'm readying an action, as it were. Uh, if anyone moves in a way that uh, seems edgy or sudden, <laughs> let me know. All right, we're we're in then we're in those moments in the yeah. movie, like we're the Civil War points. movies, where like or the Lord uh-huh. of the Rings or all of them, where the old guy just finally gets that nervous <laughs> shot off and all goes to hell. It's Brad Pitt at the top of the stairs. Listen, Willie. We got all the guns up here. You got all the guns down there. <laughs> how, how far away are we from Junk Artland? Oh, that far? A hundred, 120. Am I supposed to be seeing another map here? No, I'm just oh, okay. roughly approximating. A hundred, okay. hundred feet is too far. Yeah, and it's a big chamber and there's a whole bunch okay. of people. Okay. He, and he says, uh, <clears throat> And give me your name so I know who dies first. Pointing at Yaru. <sighs> Yaru is going to, you guys just see a very bright golden light flash as Yaru casts two focus points and he teleports 50 feet up and into the center sky of the room and cast wind jump as he flies. So I basically appear in the center uh, two thirds of the room by the ceiling and I'm casting wind jump so that I fly. You're flying. So So I'm burning two focus points right now at the same time to cast abundant step and wind jump. It says I don't have access to it right now. Um, but I do so. Okay. And boom! Giant light appears in the room. And as he points at me directly, I'm suddenly up here above him. And I just say, John Cartlin, while you cower in this hole away from the world, the days have grown colder. Your soldiers, I'm sure, have told you why. When we came here months ago, it was for the sake of trade with the Grey Wolf and to help in defeating the horror you all feared that was Captain Jagged. As Palik said, we faced this demon head on and sent him to the seafloor. We are here again, this time to warn you. If you do not seek reason and join us, join Varen in this fight against the great dragon, the old world will become new once again. 
What say you? He says, I don't care about Varen. I care about those who defy me, suffering for not paying me respect. And he points across to uh, Cabalne, his sister. Has she suffered? Not enough! And there's some cranking motion and the hook that's attached into her body pulls up a few inches and she cries out, ah! And John Cartlin, uh, steps forward you're kind of in the see you move forward in the middle in of the room the sky, you're over yeah. you're, you're in the sky you're over one of these big shallow pools john cartland strides out and says get down i want one thing from you pointing at you yaru i want your black claws on that wall as decoration and he strides into the pool. It's about a foot and a half shallow, water separating, and is ready to beat the hell out of you. Well, if you think your men can handle mine, then you have yourself a fight, and I will lower myself slowly to meet him. You lower down. Sildren's drawing his sword at the same time. There are guards that uh, go off into some side halls at Jun Cartland holds them off. There are uh, witches and some other guards that close in, but no one does anything as the group kind of approaches as well uh, as there's this one-on-one, I don't know if it's like a standoff or a pre-battle or a preamble. I yeah. don't know, but right now, standing in this pool of water is John Cartland, who is huge. Yeah. He uh, he snaps his, he clenches his right fist, snaps his wrist, and a shadow starts to go over his fist. He does the same thing, snapping his left fist in a shadow. Huge muscles appear. Uh, I do have a map to show you guys. Well, who, who just sighed right there? Been- <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Both me and Sildred. <laughs> oh, yeah. He uh, makes a, a hand waving motion to one of the witches, and she casts her hands, and several of the uh, torches go dark, and the room darkens around. Uh, the scene only leaving light around the central area <laughs> of the water uh, that you see. We have uh, you and John Cartland right now. Look at each other. There's uh, a quietness for a moment. Everyone's gathered around. The witches are watching you guys. There's some guards and another witch watching you guys as the heroes, waiting for you guys to make a move. And you guys are kind of watching them a bit, but also watching what's going to happen with this giant minotaur and Yaru. Yaru, it's you and him. uh, And I think you should roll initiative yourself self because uh, okay. this is important so on your main sheet of your character should be an initiative section you can roll all right let me see main sheet. yeah it's on the left it, it'll just say initiative it's kind of middle 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 left oh, okay. in the red section <clears throat> is it uh... What'd you not, get? The one I, not the one I click on, just the perception or? 
There's a 20-sided dice next to it. You want to touch that? Yeah, it should be right underneath the perception. Should say initiative, have a bonus, and then beside that, say perception. Yes. You see your armor armor class? Yes, yes. Oh, you got it? You got it? All right. 26. 26. All right. He got a 33. Yeah. John Cartland goes first. He steps forward just five, ten feet, leaving a, let me, let me double check that. Yeah. Leaving a five foot gap between the two of you and reaches out with his fist and strikes from 10 feet away and punches Yaru almost with a natural 20 out of the gate, uh, a 32 instead. A 32 does hit. First blow is delivered, and that is a total of ah, 24 bludgeoning damage. And, and, and make a fortitude save, 28 or higher. Come on, Yaru! 29 and a critical 29. success. You feel those shadows creep over your side where he hits you, but they dissipate before taking effect. He then has one more action with a big punch. The uh, Pirate King strikes at you with a 31. That is my AC. That does hit. Double hit. Uh, 28 points of damage. Oh, God. Boom, boom. It is your turn. Okay, so... I will note, I do have wind jump activated. So does that take away any flat-footedness from this water? Uh, the water's not a factor at all. Not a factor, okay. It's just shallow so enough. shallow, yeah. Okay, cool. I am going to, of course, move in one action to here, and then flurry of blows for my second action. With a 40. 40 is a and hit. And a 29. Is a miss. Okay, 40 hits. Oh. Nice roll. Nice, nice roll. Uh, that's a 27 points of damage. He does need to make a fortitude save for my stunning fist. That was um, almost I've been forgetting to do that. Roll. And five fire, six cold. Fortitude save was a 28. Okay, it's a success. Uh, my last action, I will move back. Ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> you step forward into the water, smash him, and then run away. I love it. I love it. Uh, I didn't he, say I was going to make it easy for you, did I, big guy? He steps forward with an action and strikes. At, uh, da, 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 yeah, he's going to strike at you with another meaty fist. No, twenty-seven to hit with his Does first not attack. Hit. That could be a change. Oh. Duplicate 27 to hit. Does not shoo, hit. Shoo. Uh, I'm going to say you didn't step back until the last second. The yeah. shoom, they're just part <laughs> in the water. He gets nothing but air. Uh, blows his whole turn. Your turn, Master Yaru. Okay. It is about strength for you, is it? I will move 10 feet. I will move uh, five feet into the air so that my feet are just at his head. And then that's my movement, uh, also closer to him. And then I will flurry of blows. Okay. 
Uh, not great on that one. 26 and unfortunately a 21. Both misses, swing, I'm sure. Swing, miss. I just like float around him uh, and then I move uh, all the way over to here. So I kind of just like tried to get around him essentially. Whip and I missed, him. Yeah, missed my attacks. All right. Uh, if you go one, five more feet, he has to waste an action. Right here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was trying to get to that uh, space. All right, you move a little bit further. His yep. turn, he steps close, he swings twice, this time guaranteed to connect with a 38. That does hit. Boom, Yaru is caught. The second blow is a 28. Man, hurt. No, no, 28 is the second roll to hit. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, that does hit also. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it no, doesn't. No, it doesn't. I think, I think it, it did, and then I got the ropes, so no, it doesn't. Right. Uh, that was 31 damage. 31 damage okay, on the board. Sorry about that. Uh, and he is done. Yaru is getting low on health. Jun Cartland is looking good. No, Yaru, you're at uh, 91 hit points. You're, you're not so bad. Sildren turns to Palik since she's right there. How long are we going to let this go on for? I, I, I'm just, I'm wondering that myself. I'm waiting until he gets a little bit closer. I'm at 60 for the record. There's a little bit, there's a little bit of blood. Yeah, there's blood in the water. Just Yaru, say when yes. and I can make this a lot easier for it, us. Uh, it's my turn, you said? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, move Pretty in. Pretty soon there, Xana. Pretty soon, buddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to stay there, uh, and I'll do a one-inch punch. Move in. This is a two-action, one-inch punch. 32. 32 is a connect with your big damage punch. 27 points of damage and a fortitude save. Okay. What's the save he needs to make? It's 24, I think. It's not super strong. Uh, but it is there. All right. He needs to roll a natural one. He does not. He fine. He's fine. Okay. Okay. That's a hit. You are done and you are right on top of him. It is his turn. Yes, sir. He punches. No, he's not going to punch. He's not going to punch. He's not going to punch. He is going to faint to try and set up a critical. Okay. What is your perception plus 10? 28. He succeeds with a 35. You nice. are flat-footed up in the air, if you will. Okay. And so he gets a plus two to his attack. Ah, 33 total. Didn't get a critical out of that. Uh, it does hit, hit though. And his last action is a second punch. And that is a 33. That does hit. Two hits. Oh, big hits from this giant minotaur. Combined damage is a total of 49. 29 plus 20. 49 points right. of damage. Through the, is the signal. Through, through, the gem. <laughs> through the gem, I'm going to tell Yaru, we're coming in. Yaru, you get to finish the round. I'm a choice. Um, say when, say when, say when! No! Let me do this. Mm, you're not doing great! And I will... I'm preloading everyone just in case. Yeah. Two, <laughs> two actions, battle medicine. So while you're flying next to him, you reach into your pouch, pull out some gauze, yep. and heal yourself for 20 health. Yes, sir. All right. Is it the heal button? It's the heal button. I'll just do that. And then last action, flurry of blows on him. All right, double hits. He's got some, he's been blocking a bunch. 
Ain't blocking a 36. 36 and a 34. Oh, nice. hits. That's nice. what you needed. 22 oh, and wow. 27. Got some serious dice tonight. 49. 49 points. He, he felt the battle was over, and then out of nowhere, you got this a little bit of spirit to your step, still hovering over the ground, right? A few feet. Yeah. And you fly up and, uh, I don't know, kick him in the head twice, and he stumbles back, uh, confused. When will you learn, John Cartlin? Uh, he screams. That dummy said, uh, told, told us not to come in, but I think we probably should anyways. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way. All right. Are you guys going to take some turns? Let's go ahead and roll initiative yep. for the rest of everybody else. <laughs> as much as we want you to be on no, no. Master Yaru. Do, do what you got to do. All right. We are starting at the top, and that is Sildren. You're first. Fantastic. So Sildren is going to. Um, it seems our friends are eager to join the fight. Sildren takes a look at the witch to our southeast. Let me show our Twitch our Twitch viewers what that means. And he says, "You do not look so well." and casts blister so she has to make a I like this spell at all <laughs> fortitude saving throw against dc 30. Save. all right this is the witch to the south east but standing beside the other guy there fortitude save Let's hope she's really good at these with a 25. 25 is a failure she has grown a blister on her body i think it's more than one right uh not with a failure unfortunately critical failure would have been four but Ooh, since she okay. failed she just grew one all right um and then oh i have one action left I'm going to actually, I'm going to use that for Shunka and Shunka charges in and flanks. Um, where the heck is Shunka? Okay, Shunka, come on, buddy. Flanking Junt Carlin. Yeah, it's going to flank Junt Carlin. All right, Shunka runs out into the <laughs> water and splashes through and flanks. And, and then gets more an attack. All right, with plus two, because on the other side of Yaru. Still learning this character Breakable. sheet. All right. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, Natural ooh. one. Can use ah, my hero on. point. Okay, so. Yeah, you just, got a, you just got an extra one. All right, yeah, I'll use one. And yeah, take uh, Master Yaru gives me one, and we will try that again, Shunka. Try it again. Do better. All right. Much better. Uh, that's a 34 to hit. All right. Shunka races across the water and bites in with nasty teeth. 14 points of damage. Uh, nice. Shunka says, kill it. Uh, Shunka. Giancarlo, kill them all. <laughs> kill them. Uh, all right. He takes damage. Next up is Palik. 
Yep. So I'm gonna move in. Ooh, I can actually. I'm gonna move a few feet away from him, and I'm gonna go into my armor and I'm gonna pull out a vial of uh, poison called honey scent. What is mm-hmm. is this? Is this a codal contact poison? I thought it yep. was a. It's. Uh, it doesn't say how to use it. I just figured it was a vial of poison to make them throw. No, no, no. It depends. I think that one is not. Honey scent is. Uh, intera- is inhaled. Oh well, shit. Okay. It, yeah. Then never mind. I'll move in. I'll move all the way into them. Okay. And I will strike twice. No, Elite I'm gonna. I'm gonna move. move once, and then I'm gonna attempt to tumble behind him. Tumble through, he sees you coming, he's gonna try and stop it. Oh, ah! natural one. Oh uh, no, use anybody? my hero point. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna burn my last hero <laughs> Just point. Just steps on him. you and squashes you. <laughs> yeah. And it's a 31. 31 is a success. He does not move as quickly as one might think. Fantastic. Tell that to Yara, though, I guess, huh? <laughs> uh, and then I will uh, strike at him. All right, you tumble through. He is flat-footed to you. Uh, 28. 28, okay. you swing, and he kicks water in your face, and you miss. Yeah. Bali, you are at 75% health. Uh, what do you want to do? You're standing beside this pool of water. You got bat- You got three witches on the north side of the pool, and then a uh, blistering witch and mercenary right next door to the south. Fantastic. Uh, I'm trying to do this. How did we thirty? You, you're thinking a lot, Bali. Can can you do something? Oh! <laughs> Whoa! Oh! He's drawing some radius craziness. <laughs> this is this is where it gets weird. He's trying to break the game. He's trying to break the game. Gotta do the read. Boom. That's off of. No, I got to be standing in the middle of it. All right, that's not going to work for me. So, get rid of that. Oh, also, when all this chaos happens, the torches flicker back on and the lights throughout the room come back on. Less dramatic lighting. All right, I've got him there, him there, him there. Am I able to get a a line of sight to. uh, uh, to uh, Yaro? Uh, yes, because Yaro's above him slightly. Uh, okay, all right, then that works. Uh, so, an intense beam of light will come out and strike you dead center. Yaro. It's yes. Yaro, okay. Master Yaro. Okay. Hold, please. Making his attack roll. <laughs> He's still listening to Jesus. I'm ready now, pose. All right, one, two, three, four. The imagery five. of Matrix Three is a little on the nose. <laughs> I gotta get. That is action number one, and action number two is this healing spell right here. Eighty-five Whoa. health. 
Good God! 85 health has been delivered. Healing to Master Yaru. Badly needed, too. Back at 100%. And I Again, just kind of... Sildren's like... The glowing, up. <laughs> <laughs> the glowing force of gold and wind... Of, uh, all around me, I'm just smiling at you. Free me up to do some. <laughs> I know. Sildren <laughs> kicks back, opens up a spell book. Let's see what I can do tomorrow. Finally, my schedule's finally open. <laughs> Fantastic! A huge heal from Bali. It is none other than John Cartland's turn, and he is focused on Yaru. There's no reason not to be. And is pissed when he sees all his wounds have just healed up. God bless America. He's going to faint again. Uh, your perception plus 10 one more time. 28. 28. That is 29. He gets the uh, faint on you. you Even though he's dodge-footed? That doesn't matter when he does a faint. Uh. 33 total to hit. That is. Hits not, didn't get the critical. He's setting you up for critical, can't get it. And then a 23 with his last action. So he hits you once mm -hmm. and hits you for 36 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. That's it, though. He did a faint and two attacks, and he is stuck in the water. Xanner. Xanner stays exactly where he is, looking at the witches across the water past June Cartlin raises his hands up, drops them down, and lifts through the air like he's lifting something up and creates a stone wall 120 feet long <laughs> that goes from the side wall to all three pillars 20 feet tall, blocking those three witches off. <laughs> How, what? How long is this? <laughs> 120 feet long, 20 feet tall, one inch thick, 50 hit points per five foot square. I, I, uh, I feel, <laughs> I feel both impressed and defeated at the same time. <laughs> 120 feet long, so something like, that's even 115. That's not even enough. So something like this, does that look good? I put a little purple mark. So, uh, yeah, so I see, I have a yellow line, but my, my I, the drawing line's not working very well for me. So let me just get rid of that. So you can drag my, my little uh, radius thing around if you want. Can I, okay, so uh, I'm sorry, guys. What uh, token no, do I need to be on for that one? No, if if if, if it's, it's a radius thing, it's the template, the measurement template, just like a fireball. But I did a line instead. So okay. both of you, it's purple. It's purple. Oh, I see. There it is. Great. Why do I keep making things? I'm trying to select Long. it. I got it. I don't got it. You Lots gotta of get points. Make sure Why? you select off the measurement. Okay, where do you want it? Uh, uh, so I, I was. Stuff. I'm trying to not do weird stuff, you guys. I'm sorry. Get where do you want it? I'll move it. I'll move it. Uh, if we could do 120 feet, the, the, the calculation I was doing, the, the numbers in my head was all across the edge of one round wall across the three front pillars. So it should be all except for one little uh, alcove on the west. That so, is 120 feet right there. Is that good? Uh, yes, but if we could shift it a couple of squares to the right, that way we just have that much uh, more difficult terrain to get around, and it blocks off at the pole. One more. One more, got it. 
See there? So so now they can't get around on the, on the east side at all. All they can do is go to the le- go to the west. Sweet. Take advantage to do it on the other side because they'd have to run further. But I don't want to make this any harder than it was. All right. I think Xander's done. You're, you're sporting in your magic mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> Master Yaru, you're up. I just Huge float, wall. float down to his eye level. <laughs> um, and I will... April Fools. <laughs> I wanted to fight you myself, but since you are pirates, it seems nothing else can be done. And I will one inch punch. Worth two actions or the three action version? Uh, the two action. Thank you. Uh, 30, uh, 40 to hit, because I'm flanking. 40 is a critically normal hit. Okay. (laughs) Very well. That will be 28 points of damage. 28 points. Kadoosh! Big blow! Six fire, five cold, and a 24 fortitude save. Does he have Um, to roll something to avoid a stun? Yeah, that's, that's where we're going save. Uh, he got a natural 20. He's going to ignore those rolls the rest of the Fair battle. Fair enough. The next oh. action will be the flurry of blows, however. All right. I like he actions. does like this big initial one hit and like these just yep. trash flurry, just, just in case. <laughs> you never know. Good luck. Oh, that was so close. It was uh, uh, 18 and a 30. Uh, both miss. Yeah. You just hit no problem, hit big muscle yeah. bronze muscles and nothing goes through. Uh, but the first hit was a good one. Oh, Piercy. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Yes. Piercy, you're up. I think I come help you, Yaru. And he's going to move up to the Minotaur, John Cartman, and take a swing. If I may, I think if you move to here, Palik gets flanking too. It's all right. I can just move one over. Yeah, you know, if he goes right here, he's good. He's good. He's good. You're good. All right. Uh, Piercy, you do not have... No, no. If you move over there, you help Palik out. And yourself yourself. too, right? Yeah. 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 Perfect. Why won't they stay still? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Piercy, you do not have panache though, because you didn't do it. You're after you for this one. Just FYI. Uh, but that is a critical hit. Yeah. Great. Um, so that's gonna be. Oh, critical. Sorry. It's okay. Ignore that and roll. Instead. Thirty. Woo, Thirty. That's a much better roll. Yeah, nice. big hit from the side. He's surrounded by wolf, cat, halfling, and mouse. You have an action left, I believe. It's a bunch of critters. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, Another critical. Another critical. Double crits on him. E. 23. Oh, oh. he gets uh, persistent fire. That doesn't stack, though, right? Uh, does not stack, no. Okay. Persistent fire. Persistent damage is marked. Got it. Good turn. And then Piercy just um, kind of looks at him really closely like he's a badass. <laughs> All right, the mercenary guy, uh, let's see. What did he see? He saw movement there, movement there. He is running away more so from this sickening blister. 
and is racing up to this weird healer he saw, the dwarf Bali. Charges up right behind you for an action and then swings twice with his weapon. Ow. Bali, oh, almost a crit. That's a 32. Hit. Wrong one. Second attack is a 37. Eesh. That's a critical. What is the armor that Bali wears, just so everyone's aware of it? Uh, toilet paper. All right, so yeah, he is not wearing anything pretty much. All right, you have been hit for 21 points of damage, and then the critical is 44 on top of that. Okay. 65 damage by my math. Oh! Slicing into the clothed dwarf. There are witches, witches galore, and three of them have totally been screwed over. <laughs> that is amazing. Let's see, what the heck do they do? Um, they move. Let's see, one. Oh, sorry, having some mouse issues. Bump, a bump, a bump, a bump. One waste all three actions, almost getting around the wall. The next goes one, two, three, three around. They're having to run around this giant wall. And she is focused on the main combatant in her mind, which is Master Yaru. Yaru! You see a, the uh, vision of uh, Jun Cartland grows even more enormous. His mouth stretches wide. He becomes this horrific illusion of this terrifying creature as a spell known as Phantasmal Killer reaches into your mind. Make a will save, please. Okay. Uh, 27. 27, you fail. Ooh, okay. What does that mean? Um, nothing to worry about. You fail <laughs> and you take 8d6, 2, Ooh. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8d6 points of mental. That is 33 points of mental damage okay. and you are frightened too. Okay. Yeesh. You will lose one frightened automatically at the end of each turn. And uh, that was her. The other witch runs around, waste time running around, also runs around. That's two actions burned. She cannot cast a cool spell. Good job, Xanner. Uh, <laughs> instead, she throws the witch's fire at Piercy. Piercy, uh, fire incoming. I don't like it. It's a uh, fortitude or will or reflex. No, no, it's an attack. It's an attack. 33. 33 hits. Uh, that is a only eight points of damage. That's not a lot of damage, but you do need to make a will save. Pretty simple will save. That's the will save. That's, that's the will save problem. <gasps> oh. You are lightly aflame. It does not burn you in any way right now. You're totally fine. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, there. A, I'm a fine. It's fine. 
There is one more witch. This is a witch who is covered in a giant boil down to the south. Does that trigger it's anything on her turn, blister. or is she is she fine? She's fine. Uh, she is afflicted with a blister. Okay, but that's um, it. That's it. <laughs> For now, she also she's is fine. To, otherwise, she is also going to engage the healer Bali, who not only has taken massive damage, but you feel your grip of magic slightly slipping away. Make a will save as she no, casts no, feeble mode no. upon you. Uh, what was that save? Will will save. Will save. Incoming will save is a 27. I think in this case, I'm tired of these witches. Uh, I will go ahead and spend a hero point here. All right. There we go. Hero point. We'll save. Four becomes a five. Hey, it was worth it. 28. 28 is exactly what you needed. <laughs> wow. I've also hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I may oh, have spoke too soon. Hold on. We got to go to the ref. The refs are going to double check. I think that's what you needed. Double checking. Spell DC 28. That is amazing. Yes. All right. With uh, a success, you are stupefied yeah. too for oh. one round. Oh, wow. How about a critical success? As wow. I've divined the ways through her magic, as I am very willful and can force through those things. What? You are unaffected whatsoever. I mean, unaffected. <laughs> I like it. Unaffected. Nice. You blew up her big spell. That is fantastic. One more thing happens. These were the last people to go in this turn. And as it happens, the witches were holding back four magical delaying auras throughout this room uh, prepped for the battle. They were holding it back, and as the turn ends and they start engaging, they release it to their benefit or doom. I don't know. Let's find out. An aura appears. Oh, against them. An aura appears around Sildren. An aura appears to the right of the pool, and an aura appears to the northeast. Two of the witches are caught in their own aura, taking eight <laughs> points of damage, Whoa. and their magic has a 25% chance of failing if it touches, which it is. This It's like a, uh, an anti-magic cloud, if you will. You can see through it just fine. Sildren, beware, you also take eight points of negative damage, and any spells cast out are have a chance of auto-failing. See, defenders of the realm, champions of the Grey Wolf, heroes of Navarre. Oh, I like that one. Hey, can you help us come up with a newer, awesomer title? Please sign up at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards to help us pay our way through capital cities and adventure through monster-filled lands. Oh, oh, we can become the Legends of Varen. Oh, I like the sound of that. We are back. We're on the next round of battle in the inner chamber of the pirate hold of Jun Cartlin. We are, where are we? First up is Sildren. Sildren, you're standing in the middle of this weird blue magical haze. You can see through it fine, but your magic will be possibly disrupted casting out of it. Yeah. Um, Sildren kind of looking back and forth and around decides to he actually um moves towards the witches <clears throat> he'll move right there just south of them about 15 feet 
and he has his bastard sword in his hand and he like like from a distance he just starts swinging it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and every time he does another bastard sword appears and starts streaking towards these witches oh nice. um cool visual he casts weapon storm yes um so that is a 30 foot cone um, so let me see if I can figure out how to do a cone here. A oh, cone. that one I do know. I can help you with that one. And 30 feet. Oh, he can just... I, so I'm actually going to step one... A little closer. Oh, it's so close. Um, can Sildren be right... Am I still out of the thing nope. right there? You are not. Okay. Then I stay right there, and I am attacking the two witches. All right, two witches are hit with a flurry of these swords that emanate copying out from your sword and slam at them. They and are making a roll? Yes, they have to make a... a reflex save, I think. Oh uh, yeah, DC thirty reflex save. Where is ref? I don't see it in the description. It's at the bottom. DC thirty reflex, very uh, bottom underneath. Uh, I see it. I see it. I see it. All right, let's roll witches and see what we got. If I remember correctly, they were a little decent. Let's see. Uh, Twenty sixth takes full damage. The other one gets a 37. It takes half damage. All right. And I'm not sure how to roll 4d12. You just got to, on the bottom, hit the d12 with your left mouse four times. Four times and then click roll. And then hit roll. Where the hell is the d12s? It's the, the one next bottom. to the d20 and the d10. It's in between. It's little symbols at the bottom. It's a dodecahedron. Uh, I... Do you, have, I don't. do you have dice at the bottom right of your chat window? Negative, Ghost Rider. The triangle, the square, the <laughs> the dice, the dice shaped dice. Yeah. No, I got nothing. Okay, uh, do this. Go to your properties at the top right hand corner. Okay. Um, go. You should, and then click on Manage Modules. <clears throat> Is that the player settings? Uh, configure settings, module settings. Modules. Yep, man. Dice so nice. No, dice tray should be selected. I don't even see dice tray. Okay, then don't worry about it. I'll roll it for you and we'll figure yep. it out later. 40 12. So much damage. 12. No, no. 40 12. I'm pretty sure is what he <laughs> <laughs> uh, That is. Oh, I see, I see the dice now. God damn it. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. <laughs> nope, not working. <laughs> For 37 uh, and no. half, 36, 18. So for 37 and for 18. Nice. Top and the most. Then. Got it. Shunka will attack John Cartland. Good luck. Yes. Flanking bonus. <laughs> There's a degree of earnest in that. Good luck. Cool. <laughs> Twenty-five dead. Twenty-five oh, no. misses. At least he's Palik. 
Let's go, pig face! He turns at that. He does not like that. Uh, 35. 35's a hit. You cut into him. Percy peeks over his shoulder just to make sure you weren't talking to him. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <clears throat> uh, so hold on. I got my two extra. So Whoa! nice. 30, 36 points 36. You slice into his leg badly, and he is badly, badly hurt now. Blood coming out of multiple wounds. Mostly from the head where Yaro's been kicking him repeatedly. <laughs> uh, then I'll strike again. Oh. Oh. Yeah, With a thir- 33. 33 is a hit. Yeah. Oh, oh so much damage. Almost even. Uh, for 35 points of damage. For 35 points of damage, another brutal cut is delivered into Jun Carlin. This one's in his belly. Blood comes out. He quickly grabs onto his belly to keep his innards from spilling out, and he drops defenseless and dying, uh, can barely hold himself up on one knee and is lying there, uh, or, or is kneeling there, uh, breathing heavily, bleeding all into the shallow pool of water surrounded by people. His guards stop, even his witches stop after they're recoiling from these blades, and everyone's looking at this pirate captain, um, and a voice calls out, Spare him! Release me from these chains! I will speak to my brother! Says Kabong. Bleak's gonna put her rapier right at his throat. Look at Yaru. Can you man? Can you manage those chains? I will free her, and Yaru will fly immediately over and attempt to gently um, and gracefully get her down. All right, so you unhook her and get that hook out of her. She takes a little bit more yeah. damage, uh, but you get it out of her. She holds on. I'm not slashing her with a knife and then healing her 62. <laughs> Only an idiot would do that. Uh, she, and then you release the chains and get her down on the ground and out of this. She pulls you close and whispers something to you and it just essentially says, um, this isn't the first time you've saved, saved me. I thank you. Well, together we can help save this world. She walks over into the water, leaving a trail of blood herself over to her bloody brother, who's, can, who kind of looks, his, his head's down. He's still holding his innards in, um, breathing heavily, blood pouring out. Um, and she stands over him and says, Your greed has caused misery. Your greed has cost lives. While you sit in this dark hole with all your pleasures, people die on these islands. An army of dragons is at our door, but you do nothing to stop them. You sit here and torment me, but you are still my brother. You are no longer Lord of the Thousand Isles. Changes will be made. Starting now, I 
will lead these thieves and pirates into better lives. I will show the people of the Thousand Isles what it means to be a part of the world and not just leech off its riches. And you, John Cartland, your life is mine and will be spared if you recognize your sister as the new Lord of the Isles and swear to follow me. John Cartland is bleeding badly. He raises his eyes to hers and says, I do swear it. I swear to follow Cabal, the new Lord of the Isles in all ways. Cabal pushes your rapier aside, Piercy, and leans in close to be eye to eye with her brother and finally says, not enough, and plunges her claws into his neck and rips out a massive chunk of his throat and tosses the bloody mess over her shoulder. Jun Cartland clutches at the gaping wound in his neck with blood gushing out and drops to a heap in the ground. Kabam. That was magnificent. What are the witches doing? They are stepping away from the magic swirling stuff, trying to like recede and maybe in some of the uh, corridors, but uh, Kabam addresses everyone. A new day is upon the Thousand Isles. Sheathe your blades and stop your magic. These are the defenders of the realm of Varen, and they are friends to the Thousand Isles. Join me and make Port Rising into a glorious town and stop these dragons from assaulting our islands. And the mercenary next to Bali removes his blade from your back and sheaths it in his own sheath. Uh, the witches stop casting spells and everyone, like she's commanding the room and the guards are stopping, but everyone's kind of watching what you guys are doing because you've got a hell of a lot of power. Halik, the stone. Uh, hand it over. Kaban, I am prepared to give this to you. Through our journey, though we have not known each other long, you have shown great courage, great effort, and tremendous strength. I would ask you not to hold this on your person, but keep it in a safe place, and should you need us again, you may always reach me with this. And I'll hand the ruby gem to her should she want to take it. This is the uh, this telepathy is the, gem. Yes, the Majinor gem. Nice. She takes the gem. Uh, thank you. We should see about cleaning this place up and making some sense of this chaos. You, and she starts barking out some orders. Get this body out of the way. You, we stop this freakish blue magic swirling that Tom has going on the map. 
Uh, and uh, people start moving about. Guards are moving away, and uh, some action is happening. She says, is there anyone here who can help me? Uh, pointing to her wounds. I can, but I'm not taking my eyes off this one. And Bali's still staring down the Merc that is just right there at his... <laughs> Uh, All right, I'll move him five feet away from you just to I'm make going, you feel a little better. I'm going to, okay. Sildren steps forward and gives her a level five heal. <clears throat> Healing her for 65 points of damage. All right. It is not bad. <laughs> you did shame me a little bit with your 80 some odd uh, hit point heal notice that it's, 62 it's is minus 8 it's still using D8 sorry. <laughs> that's great that's wait until next week when I expand my spell book she says thank you uh, and she, uh, they spend the next few hours trying to uh, make some chaos out of this mess of things. There are a couple more guards that are hidden off in different corridors. There's storerooms, there's this giant tree situation. There's the town outside that needs to be uh, uh, brought into this. She uh, starts coordinating over the next few hours and gets Fiel to start gathering, uh, the letting the townsfolk know what's happened and gathering them for a speech she'll give uh, before the uh, evening is done. Uh, anything you guys want to be doing during this time? It's a oh, I want to have I want to have a brief conversation with her. Okay. C come on, I made a promise to you. Make it brief. That we would. <laughs> I made a promise to you a while ago that we would help you. We've helped you. We. I can. I've considered you a friend for a while, but I. I want to. I want you to know, just like Yaru said, we we will help you more if you need it. But get, please get everything in order, and the king will also help you do this by establishing the reestablishing the trade routes. And I I think we this relationship will prosper. Mightily, I certainly hope so. Uh, the the Thousand Isles are are in debt to you a second time. Uh, many lives are indebted to you. She pulls you aside from the chaos of movement and people moving things and action. Even your team helping out and talking, coming up with plans. She pulls you aside, Palik. What is your recommendation? for these dragons. We have uh, a ramshackle fleet of pirates. We don't have much of a fighting force. I'm surprised they haven't overwhelmed Port Rising uh, a month ago. Well, for right now, until you raise your army, keep Port Rising, keep the Thousand Isles as steady as you can. We're going to see about the dragons, and we'll probably call upon you in the future for help. But right now, watch out for yourself, watch out for your people, and we will do what we can. I think you. I think we will. I will have this, com uh, this gem, this magic gem, 
and I will use it by scattering Port Rising and getting everyone to as many different islands as we can. That seems the best course. Oh, here it is. And the mercenary, your favorite mercenary comes up, Polite, with a chest and drops it down on your toes. Take two points of chest bludgeoning damage. <laughs> That's just rude. And he looks at you and then walks away. Uh, and uh, the chest is opened up and inside is some treasure in there. These are some of John Cartland's ill-gotten gains. The coins will be ours, she says, pointing to the pile of coins on the bottom. We're going to need that money. Uh, but the rest Agreed. the rest is yours. And you see there are a couple potions and some strange little shards, which you know can be sometimes valuable. Yeah. And then the guy returns and unceremoniously drops a pot, a, a section of leather armor that is blood covered, that shrinks in size to normal human size, having previously been minotaur size, and then walks away. Thanks for not dropping that on my foot, you asshole. He glares back at you. Uh, she will um, look at Caban one more time. We, we've taken care of this, but we have further pursuits we need to get after, so we, we will bid you adieu, and I hope to see you again soon. She nods and uh, puts her hand on your shoulder. She uh, goes and starts addressing her people, but before she does so, she grabs a Yaru and uh, briefly pulls you aside and says, you've saved me twice personally, once on the island of the dead and once now here. However, I did save you on the ship once, so you I still only owe you one. <laughs> you only owe me one, but allow me to continue the favor further. And I will give her the map uh, of the Thousand oh. Isles. Oh, um, sweet. For your uh, journey and growth in this land. I'll keep the page, uh, the little, I'll like trace over the little section for the, um, uh, I don't remember if it was the Embrit Island or the um, the Witch's Hut Island that we're supposed to be going, that we have plans to go to. Uh, Chain um, Harbor. Look, the Chain Harbor, yeah. Chain Harbor, yeah. So I'm just gonna have that kind of in my mind as, uh, okay. yeah, I've, I've had this for a while, so I know all these places and yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gathered this information, but I hand that to her. Um, and this I think also in there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, this will also be oh. of use to you, more so than me. This is impressive. I haven't seen anything this detailed before. Give well, yourself just, a give yourself a hero point. She says. Uh, Go ahead and give yourself a hero point. Okay. <laughs> I thank you, and always Uncle, remember. Gather up the potions, shards, and the armor. Remember what? Finish <laughs> no! Yaru! I love it. You were saying, Seth? I uh, just gathered up the loot and uh, start, you know, kind of gather, try to get everybody on the way back to the ship. 
All right, the group is on the ship. Uh, you are s- the captain there. Gregard is there getting the uh, foam runner uh, prepared, and it's already prepared. They are ready to roll out at a what moment's is the, notice. What is the hull situation? Hull has been uh, fixed and ready to go. <laughs> okay. Are you kidding? These are these are quality, quality sailors. <laughs> just, just making sure. I did the damage. I got to make sure. Uh, you guys are... S- Stopped in particular, that would be Sildren and Xanner. Before you go, a uh, a old human woman stops you in ways before you head out, and she comes up and says, oh, "Where are you off to next?" says Fiel. <clears throat> to. We must speak to the blood gypsy and then perhaps to Ivoron or to whatever clue to this dragon's weakness that she may reveal to us. You you will head towards certain danger then. I, I wish you... Uh... <clears throat> Uh, all the best. Uh, Keth is your god, so uh, I will pray to Keth for you. Much obliged. And, and are... what what god do you pray to? Oh, that's a that's a, that's a kind of a complicated <laughs> question. There's a lot of people that I could possibly pray to. I just you 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 just keep me in your thoughts. And you're like natural, like elemental thoughts. That would that'll probably I think I think that'll help me. Right. Well, uh, I'm sure it won't uh, be too much of a heartbreak as I had requested uh, some travel off of this dangerous isle, but uh, obviously I will stay here and once again try to keep Cabal out of trouble in her efforts to make a new home for all of us. It seems she couldn't like... do it without you. What? She couldn't do it without you. Right, right. And it seems like Port Rising has now safer than it was before. So with this dragon about, there's very few places that we could consider safe. This may be as safe as any place there is. I sure hope so. And I sure hope I see you all again, uh, healthy and well. And she gives you a hug, Sildren, and <clears throat> gives you an adorably bigger hug, Xanner. Xander hugs back. Yeah. I know you're an atheist. <laughs> and, uh, you guys climb aboard the foam runner and wave and depart. The ship sets sail. The wind kicks in and you guys head off, heading for the uh, small island with a small town where the blood gypsy is located. Correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. There's also gypsy. a significant amount of... Uh, Bali running around and bandaging furiously, uh, which I believe... Sildren's done. He's just like... (laughs) Wipes his hand of healing. (laughs) He's uh, uh, tending to everyone's wounds, so everyone should be at full by now. Yes. Everyone is fully healed. Uh, You guys, it's going to take a day of travel at least to get there. Anything you want to do other than healing? Piercy, that was awfully nice of you to leave your yurt behind to that poor old lady. She seemed like she needed it. Yep. Hey, he hey, Xander. And starts white, white starts yeah. weeping. <laughs> I, 
So uh, when Polik's talking to Xander, she's interrupting Xander reading as he's going through the primal tome, as he's as he's kind of poring over his books, learning more. Yeah, what's sorry? Got a bunch of stuff. Some more shit you need to identify. Ah, uh, okay. Let's take a look. Got some potions and some shards and this leather armor. Ooh. All right. Xander, you have... I rolled those. Those are good. That's... Hold, hold. Arcana. Gosh darn it. There we go. Um, critical success. I'll give you the next one as well. All things have been identified then. You have identified, uh, I'll drop this in our party loot as well. Where's the little party loot sheet? There we go. You've identified a Quicksilver mutagen. We haven't seen a mutagen since the Jix days, everybody. Uh, Tim, do you remember the concept behind a mutagen? Yeah, so it gives you a benefit of some sort. <laughs> Brilliant! But it also gives you some sort of detriment, too. Yes, it's the backhanded compliment of potions. <laughs> this is a Quicksilver Mutagen. It gives you a, for one hour, this is a greater Quicksilver Mutagen, for one hour, plus three bonus to acrobatics, stealth, thievery, uh, dexterity attack rolls, which I believe is only Yaru. Uh, no, no, I think it's also Palik as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It gives you a plus three to reflex saves and you get a plus 15 status bonus to your speed Whoa. for one hour. That the drawback like is, <laughs> the drawback is uh, you take damage equal to twice your level that cannot be recovered in any way for that hour. And you take minus two to fortitude saves for that hour. Seems like a fair trade. Mm, maybe. That's a very dick's thing to say. <laughs> uh, there is also a greater antidote potion. It gives you plus four to fortitude saves against poisons for six hours. You have found one of those shards. It is a talisman called the Shard of the Brave. It is a talisman, and someone has a talisman bonus thing. Uh-huh. FYI. Uh, the Shard of the Brave, it triggers, uh, it's, you must have master proficiency in will saves or have a bravery class feature. So profi- master in will saves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and what this does is uh, when a fear save uh, triggers it, you get a plus two bonus to that save and any others for one minute. And that triggering save, a success becomes a critical. Nice. I think is what it means, a success. Uh, no, uh, critical become critical be- failure becomes a failure. Anyways, you get what I mean. And there it is, talisman, one-time use. And you also have an oil of keen edges. This is a one-time use potion that you spend an action to slather over a melee weapon uh, that can include hand wraps, by the way. Edgy. And, uh, oh no, it cannot. Uh, this is an oil of keen edges. It must be piercing or slashing. Piercing Oops. or slashing damage. Uh, and the weapon grows sharper, more dangerous for one minute, and it gains the benefit of a keen rune. And essentially what that means is a natural 19 is also a critical for one minute. Nice. Pretty sweet. 
the armor cabal's armor that will resize as necessary when uh, attuned is uh, pretty strong some of the strongest armor we've seen it is plus two resilient leather armor um and i'm actually going to rename this cabal uh, not cabal sorry uh john cartland's resilient leather armor uh, so that is plus two to your armor class, and you get plus one to every save as well. And I know nice. we have a bunch of people that could use that. Yes. And that, oh, while well, that's certainly worth fighting over, uh, Xanner's eyes grow really wide when he identifies a uh, one of the the runes. It is, in my mind, the most powerful rune out there, uh, and you already have them in some of your weapons, but this is a greater striking rune, which adds a third weapon damage dice to a weapon. Wow. Some of you have maybe one. Most of you have two damage dice. This kicks it up to three damage dice. Xanner holds this gray one. This is the, uh, I think this is the superior version of what the king gave you long ago. Um, Xanner holds it in his hand and, and tells you what it is and then shows you its duplicate twin. There are two of those. Ooh. They're let, so shiny. Let the talking commence. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who is a master in will saves? Let's get that talisman. I am the weakest in will saves. I am an expert and it's not great. Seldren's a master. As is Bolly. What Molly, was, uh, I was sort of not paying attention to some of that. What does the talisman do? You can click <laughs> on it and find out. <clears throat> oh, yeah, how about that? Saucy. This is really fancy armor, you guys. This is some of the coolest armor I've ever seen. It's pretty great. Wish I could wear armor. I think Sildren might need that armor. Yeah, Sildren could definitely use it. Uh, Especially uh, in his uh, reduced healing role. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. All right, Leek is so good with her armor. is that all right? You guys good with that? All right, Soldier's going right. to take John Cartland's armor. His armor class currently is 29. Take it and uh, equip it, and let's see what happens. Armor class 29 becomes instantly a... I believe in you. 30. A 30, because he had plus one armor, now he has plus two armor, and then his saves all went up by one, so his yep. will save is a plus 23. Yeah. Oh, Fortitude is 18 and reflex is 20. Nice. It's fantastic. Anybody right. need some, some just run-of-the-mill plus one le- leather armor? No? Okay. Uh, some, yeah. some, some lonely shop somewhere. Yeah, yeah. we can sell those. Can you toss this in your uh, bag of tricks there, Balik? Uh-huh. The oil of Keen Edge, is that just a one-time use? 
One time yeah, use lasts for um, a minute. Pretty freaking minute. awesome. Yeah, 19s and 20s. That's do great. I need so it's it's a rune? Do I need to have a spot on my weapon to? The oil it? of keen edges is a potion. That's, yeah. Yeah, you just put it on the blade. Oh, it benefits of the keen rune, but it's a potion. I see. Yeah. Period. Uh, I kind of I kind of would, would like the oil. It is yours. Get after it. Please take it. Yeah. Right. Um, the Quicksilver Mutagen, um, it's a one time yep. use. Okay. Yep. Those are, if it's in consumables, it's one time use. Okay. Who needs I, that <clears throat> antidote? Hmm. Low fort saves. Anybody? One of the healers should take, take yeah. the antidote. Wouldn't do me any good. But you, well, you no, give it to you, somebody. Yeah, you, you give can it to somebody. Wally <laughs> takes it and just drinks it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't do me any good. <laughs> you have going on and on. All right, fine, I'll take it. I mean that or one of our one of our melee people who gets hit with a lot. <clears throat> if we run um, into any more witches, I definitely want to have something to keep my brain safe. Were there some healing potions too that we mm, earlier? No. Uh, earlier, yeah, but they got passed out. Yeah, from the witches. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I um, think so. Didn't, uh, didn't yeah, people take them? They're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Yari was interested. Really, go ahead. I was just going to say, Yari's really only interested uh, considering the Quicksilver and the striking room. Uh, we're gonna have to roll some dice. There's gonna be some rolls room. for the striking rooms. <laughs> yeah. Can I, I take this chair to the brave? I, yes. Yeah. Sildren doesn't really need anything else, so I do only the rest have is one weapon, you guys. If that matters to anybody, you have two hand wraps. I do. No, no, it's one weapon. Yeah, I wouldn't take both of them. You're, we're, we're rolling for those. Really? Yeah. <laughs> need before greed, people. Raid point counts. <laughs> you need both of them? No. There are three people who want them. Oh, there are? Yes. Okay. Do you want to know who they are? Because it's half of our party. <laughs> I get it. You and guys want to roll for those real quick? Let's get it going. Three people that generally fight. Yeah, Sildren, are you going to put one on your broadsword? That'd be amazing! You use that uh, with your cone of... Uh, I do it. Roll that would not work in conjunction. Leak got a 19. Piercy, mm. Yaru, roll a 20. Piercy, 11, mm. and Yaru, just roll a 20. Roll. 14. All right, Palik and Yaru get a greater striking rune. And Piercy gets next dibs, apparently. Yep. Also, uh, Bali, don't forget to go into the party loot sheet and pull that antidote into your uh, character sheet. And we each get seven and a half gold as well. Oh, I, no, I already took my gold out of that. No, yeah, it was, it was 75. Everybody gets 15. If you haven't pulled your 15 yet, grab it. So where do I apply the um, <clears throat> striking room? Oh, good question. To weapons? Um, just 
I'll do it for it, you. Where are you? Inventory somewhere? Where are you? You are here. It says equipment, so I'm assuming. No, 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 no. These are your hand wraps. Details. Anybody want this mutagen? If not, I'll hold on uh, to it. I'll You're take traveling it. around with a caged parakeet. <laughs> I'll take uh, the mutagen. Isn't that thing gone? One. Yeah, go ahead. I'm the just the parakeet is, we still have a cage <laughs> that you wanted to keep so we could sell. It's 15 gold? Yeah. Yeah, it's 15 gold each. Okay. And Palik, you also had the rune, right? I did. I would like it uh, attached to the rapier. Please. All right. So everybody uh, add 15 gold, and I'm going to get rid of the the gold pieces so that they're gone. I'm forbidden to carry coin, so someone what? else can have that. You're forbidden? Uh, uh, what? You took coin earlier. It's an oath one takes when you're a stone watcher. Forbidden coin. The stone father watches out for us all. So how you buy the foods to eat? <laughs> I spend all the coins, so I don't have any. <laughs> oh. Does anybody else remember him taking a bunch of platinum the other day? <laughs> yes. I don't, I, don't have any, I don't have any coin on my I don't have any coin on my sheet. Because uh, we'll take that back. We're fine. Yeah. I have no coin. I have zero coin. No worries. We'll support no you. It's okay. <clears throat> Uh, Palik and Yaru, uh, you, if you brought a rune, that rune to your character sheet, just go ahead and delete it. I have edited your, all your weapon attacks to include it. And who has the warming gloves? Because somebody has those. They're still in the loot. Well, I thought um, Xander took them. I thought Xander took those as well, yeah, so go ahead and take those. Them. All right, yeah. I'm going to delete the cage nasty parakeet, all right? <laughs> yeah. Deleting. Gone. We have the cage, though. Because it's a magical cage. No, it's just bronze. No, it was a uh, because it like like the bird never grew old. That's true. In the cage. Woo dice! Another fight breaks out. <laughs> okay. So I those are have... striking plus three hand wraps. Uh, no, it's still plus two to hit. Okay. Uh, but they are they have a greater striking rune okay. within it. Yeah, you have a you have a plus two hand wraps with a greater striking rune with a rune of frost and a rune of fire. You're just <laughs> bristling with magic in your that's, hands. That's impressive. Uh, all right. Anything else you guys want to do as you're going? Do the runes or items count as investi- investigers? Investigers. Uh, that is a great question, and I don't have an immediate answer for you. And I won't worry about it. All right. So Xander's uh, going to do one thing. He is reading through the uh, t- the Primal Tome. The Primal Tome is a book that we were able to pull up out of uh, Majinar's uh, study. And reading through this provides the reader with plus two to the next two spell attacks or spell DCs for any Primal spells that they cast. So on our way to the Blood Gypsy, that's what Xander's going to do. Okay. done I'm quickly looking up that rune thing real fast because now I'm curious Um, during the ride there Sildren will pull 
Molly aside. Unhand me! Oh! <laughs> uh, friend Bolly, uh, you do have, it seems like, a good ability to heal and rejuvenate. I am gifted. And that has been something that I have been aiding the party with, but uh, if you are able, there are other abilities that I can bring forth. Uh, can we trust in your abilities to keep this group of miscreants and foolish gnomes alive? <laughs> uh, my blessings haven't failed me yet. Very good. I will begin to carry other compliments of magic to bring aid and to our to our friends and injury right. to our foes. I'm happy to carry the burden. I will still be able to back up in some small ways, but I will not intend to be our primary ability to rejuvenate these fine people, fools. Um, <laughs> I see what you're getting at. From their wounds. Is this is a uh, this is uh, an honor to the uh, to the Stone Father. I wouldn't worry. I'll be at everyone's back. I'll have all the healing done, tending to the wounds and the seasick. You over there, <laughs> get away from the railing. <laughs> Don't right. worry, I'm all over it. <laughs> I can good. fly. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> Great. Uh, and by the way, if the we if the weapon or armor has any runes, that armor is worth one investment, not multiple. So you're fine. Cool. Okay. Uh, it is a late afternoon the next day when you arrive at a different island, a smaller island with a smaller town that is uh, dealing with the cold wind the places are uh, are are closed mostly you can see some fires in the uh, from the chimney smoke rising your ship pulls up there's just a couple little uh, sad looking fishing vessels here the place is very quiet and just trying to just stay stay out of the way of the chaos of the world if you will um, here we come yeah you guys arrive you know there is a uh, hut cave area uh, not too far away and slightly hiddenish but you know the place uh, of the blood gypsy you have been to some time before and got some information out of and you head that way i believe there's a small tavern here that you ignore um and head up there i'm assuming Stop me if I'm uh, overstepping. All right, uh, you make your way through the 
up the some rocks uh, up to a up to a slight rise. There's a bunch of trees up here, making your way towards a cliff cave area. Uh, you can see out in the distance just cold uh, ocean, a little bit of falling snow. You pull your cloaks around you tightly as the waves roll in. You can hear as you approach the uh, the. Tr- the trees and heading towards the cave of the blood gypsy, you can hear some strange little fluty music, playful little fluty music. And as you uh, get within the trees, making your way towards the uh, witch's uh, cave hut, you see not far away from it, within a stone's throw of it, there is a small clearing where there is a gathering of people around a wagon and uh, a playful music is being played and a little uh, from a flute and a little uh, tambourine is played as well. (gasps) I wonder if that's a performing troupe. Oh, I hope they have a puppet show. What? Puppet show! Puppets, they're really good. There's like things in your hands and they're little teeny people. I know what puppets are, you twit. Why are you so excited about puppets? I haven't seen a good puppet show in like a year. Last, well, I mean, longer than that. It was at Edlin Home. It was, it was, I was, I was remember it was being really small. I was still working in the in the shop. Then I heard the bells come through and I was able to go see a puppet show on, on, on a night that I was able to dodge my shift. It was I the would, best. I, I would think you'd see a puppet every time you look into a mirror. What? It, hey! I don't know about puppets, but if they have ale on board, I'd be very happy. Way happy. Very happy. I'm going there now. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Molly. Molly starts waddling off. Sounds like we're headed that way. All right. Oh, uh, she's right over there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bali leading the way leads the group t- through uh, the trees into this clearing not far from the Blood Gypsies uh, cave. In this clearing is a wagon with no horse anywhere nearby. And the wagon ha- is a convertible collapsible stage that has been unfurled like a Shakespearean troop stage. Uh, the, the one section lowers down and becomes the stage there's an open uh, a, 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 a canopy up above there's curtains behind they uh, finish this particular little performance and they stop with their uh, their flute and their uh, tambourine when they do so there's some applause from about a dozen or so locals who are gathered sitting on some logs and some crates in a rough uh, audience uh, uh, gathering facing the uh, Uh, this uh, stage Um, when they stop doing the music you can hear still though some soft otherworldly music just barely audible from somewhere above in the trees and as you guys walk in there's this slightly odd and surreal quality about this gathering um, that instantly gives you a sense of being still um, uh, as the show goes on you see amongst this group are several uh, open seats several people most do not acknowledge you whatsoever Uh, actually none of them do 
including the blood gypsy who is sitting there um, and uh, just with a flat affect watching this uh, performance. There is something amiss with this show. Agreed. What do you mean? Do you not see the faces? The blank stares? There's something wrong with these people. They're affected by something, I believe. Bali starts... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, Bali starts investigating these uh, faces by getting up into them and... Hello? Um, you do so, but you do so respectfully, as again, there's this surreal quality that makes you want to be quiet a bit as this performance is going on. And so you kind of lean around. Um, everyone is watching uh, with a content look upon their face. Uh, the show right now is men and women on the stage who are performing a play, a short little skit that is uh, classic old fashioned Shakespearean style with uh, simple props, simple music, uh, quick little uh, wigs, quick cloaks thrown around for quick uh, changes, uh, lots of theater of the mind as they uh, open doors and all that kind of a thing. They are doing a play about a woman with a big golden wig. Uh, Uh, who is running and jumping and falling over uh, until she reaches a sick man on the ground. Bali is continuing to quietly check out the people, but you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Uh, The woman on the stage hands the sick man a potion, an empty bottle, that he pretends to drink. When he does so, he then blinks and then recognizes the woman and rises to his feet and gives her a big fake kiss. And then the flames on torches off to the side flicker out briefly, plunging the stage into darkness and then flicker back on. Uh, and then the audience uh, claps and you notice in particular Sildren, cause you've been eyeing the audience. There is a woman with ratty blonde hair who is not only clapping more than the others, but she's crying upon seeing that performance. On Sildren's cue, Xander wants to start detecting magic. All right. (laughs) Uh, Xander, you detect magic, and it is such a simplistic magic, you're able to identify it as illusion is too strong of a word. It is essentially a constant prestidigitation of minor little uh, illusionary auditory sounds or visual trickery. Uh, You sense nothing more uh, malevolent than, uh, I don't know, just looks like Photoshop enhancement for the stage, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. So I know what this is. It's a feel-good show. There's there's a lot of different ways you can do performances, but a feel-good show is they're always good. Whether you like them or not, it's just part of it. It's a feel-good show. You'll like it. I'm not sure I will. This just feels odd. Well, just watch. Sylvie's been kind of keeping an eye on the blood gypsy. Okay. 
She uh, has looked and uh, looked at Bali, but doesn't recognize him. Looks over and noticed uh, Xanner from his loudness and has at least seen him, but uh, turns her attention back to the stage as the lead player of the troupe uh, points his finger and gives kind of this uh, creepy smile at the blood gypsy. And the old hag furls her brow as the players quickly reset and get rid of that wig and get rid of uh, the little potion bottle. Uh, Some throw on different wigs and one man gets on his knees like a boy and they do another quick production. A woman takes the stage Sand is thrown across the stage from their hand to simulate a desert. And she's walking and is tired and thirsty, but keeps walking. She comes across three other women who rush out and surround her in a circle, hold hands and circle around her as though they're casting some spell or some ritual. Uh, The exhausted woman in the middle rises to her feet and is accepted with hugs by the women. And the boy, the man on his knees, the boy is brought to her who she runs to and holds on tightly with all the strength she has. So glad to have him in her arms. And again, the flames on the side torches flicker off for just a moment, flicker back on, and the performers stand up and bow at the end of this scene. And there's some nice clapping from the audience. And Sildren watching closely sees the blood gypsy is clapping with a single tear coming down her face. I mean, you don't always feel good. That one must have felt a little weird. I felt a little short. I would have added a little bit more details, I think, but wasn't Children terrible. approaches the blood gypsy and, you know, kind of quietly says to her, um, there is something we must speak with you about. It is of grave importance to the realm. Please join us. And all will kind of like, you know, kind of shh gesture towards her cave or whatever the hell we 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 were in before without uh, looking at you she says uh, the, the show isn't over almost almost look look and the lead troop player points his finger and smiles at bali sildren cast dispel is, magic bali is uh trying to ascertain if this is a uh play of legitimacy, if you will. In what way? Uh, That this is more of a standardized method of doing the troop play, or is this false in some way? Uh, Okay. I will make a roll. Make a roll for yourself. Make a (laughs) arcana roll. Make a what? Arcana roll, please. Arcana roll. Or a cult. Either one. Could I throw another option at you? Sure. What about performance? Yes. I would. I'll take Actually, that. performance will be plus two. Oh, performance plus two. Hey. Good catch. We got to bring performance into it. 
30. Oh, 30. 32. That is a great roll. 32. 32. Yeah, 32. Uh, you detect uh, there is nothing unusually odd about this performance at all, other than uh, how they try to get their ideas. Um, what you recognize through both your skill in performance and uh, dealing with your duties uh, with um, your religious work in the past and your knowledge of magic, you see that uh, this uh, group of players are reaching out and connecting to these people to find out what they seek in life and give them a, uh, a sense of what may come of what they would like to have happen. Interesting. And uh, the hand, the finger is pointed at you, Bali, uh, with a smile from the lead player. And you uh, sense yourself um, uh, thinking about what your future would hold. And the players quickly disappear, sweep the sand away. Uh, The women go away, the wigs go away. And they do a scene based on you. Describe what it is that these players do. Uh, As far as future or past? What you would like your future to be. All right. What do they do? Uh, The scene is uh, dimly lit. There are in procession torches being carried through uh, and uh, through a winding passageway that they're make believe with uh and they show uh the main character and the main character is dressed in their fine garbs and being led to what they have described as the tomb and there the character is uh, placed upon the tomb to watch all the others that are around them. And then as he is put upon that, the other actors start to pretend that they are in fact the dead that are there. And the scene closes with him watching over it all. Ooh. There is some claps and Bali has a smile upon his face seeing this uh, imagery he has thought of in the past. A hand, a finger is pointed at Palik. And Palik, you uh, are given a smile by the troop member and they move away from the scene uh, previously and the torches flicker and come back on and they enact a scene of your uh, desire. What do they do? So the lead uh, female performer comes out um, with a sword and a bunch of the other troops are dressed as monsters and she dashes around and strikes these monsters down and um the flames that you were talking about the torches get a little brighter and uh she drops the sword and uh like dashes off her uh her dark armor to reveal a brightly colored very fashionable um uh, blouse and uh, these pants and these very striking 
uh, shoes and uh, this performer goes about to um, kind of comes uh, maybe a curtain draws back and there is a bunch of piles of clothes and some uh, tailoring instruments and she goes back behind and uh, starts fluffing these clothes and uh, you know bringing them up and making altercations to them and um, uh, appears that she's in a uh, a shop that she owns and uh, uh, doing a lot like fulfilling her dream of becoming a uh, a great tailor nice uh, the lights uh, flicker down and off again. There's some applause. You notice that other members of your party uh, are sitting down on some of the logs, and Piercy is one of those. As a finger and a smile are pointed at Piercy, the players scatter about behind the curtains, and then they come out and perform a scene based upon Piercy's uh, desire. stage and take center stage and just gets down his hands and knees back parallel to the to the stage four and then um out walks uh, a very pompous um uh self-confidence uh actor who then takes a seat on the back of this first actor and is acting very regal and royal and um one by one different different uh, actors come out to surround him and and um, they they play out different roles perhaps one is um, a very rich wealthy business person and another is um, a socialite and there, there's a performer um, a musician um, a wizard does some sort of tricks and and with each one of these people um, uh, the person who's seated there um, is is being entertained and and is is giving his approval to each one of these people. And then finally, out comes um, uh, the last actor, and they have a, a wooden sword in their sash, and um, he pulls it out and does some sword dancing, and uh, then bows to the king, and uh, the king nods uh, back in respect and then uh, that sword wielder takes his place at the right hand of the king and sits next to him nice there's some respectful claps the torches flicker on and off the performers scatter again and uh, they begin a scene after pointing at master Yaru what is it that they do Yaru um, we see the lead actor um, almost, literally almost magically assume that famous lotus pose that Yaru has uh, adopted, but he, it looks as if he's on a tail, but it's just his one leg perfectly balanced. And so um, as the other actors are swirling around and behind him with blue fabrics representing the winds of change and time, uh, we see golden uh, fabrics and pieces of cloth uh, attaching all over the lead actor's body, um, symbolizing just the the oneness Yaru hopes to uh, achieve with 
life itself with the energy of all of being as the, the figures behind him enter monk poses and stands we see the actor is now covered in complete gold representing almost looks like an honor crin um as he moves backwards and the blue fabrics all change to gold and it all just forms into one giant ball of energy and greens start to enter and blues and whites and grays as the gold fades and it just turns into a warping ever circling ball of Varen uh, going around the actor uh, standing in the middle of it in his lotus pose in a golden form um, as Yaru his greatest desire is to become one with the universe mm -hmm. and exist in all planes small order <laughs> <laughs> that is true uh, all right there is applause the lights flicker uh a uh, an, uh, an odd smile and a finger is pointed at little xanner and the performers perform what kind of scene for xanner uh, almost in straight contrast to Yaru, that when the lights <laughs> flash out and flash on, the first thing you see is someone shuffling out of their knees and throwing paper streamers in bright orange <laughs> and just blasting them and, and hitting someone with, with a little horn hat on. He turns around and, and lifts a little wall of more bright streamers that go on and everything falls down around him and he tunnels across the stage. And then coming back the other way with a quick flicker, there's someone that's a little bit taller, has, has a little a little goatee beard, older looking, throwing bigger streamers of fire and, and still tossing them out, throwing blue waves of things and monsters are falling down and he gets a little tired, but you can see he has a cloak on and walks off the stage. And the lights go down and come back on in a third scene. You see an older uh, person, a longer beard this time, what white and gray in, inside of it, that long cloak. And instead, of blasting other monsters he looks and turns and starts staking steps as though he was walking on invisible stairs and walks upward mining going into a large door and inside the door it closes behind him and he takes off the cloak and he hangs it up he takes off the traveling hat and sets it down and sits at a makeshift desk with his great book in front of him and what, you hear storms and waves outside of the window that would be off screen or, or off, off stage as he writes in his book and then closes it and rests and the lights go out. Nice. There's some applause. Xanner seems content and a finger and a smile are pointed at the last member of the group, the most reluctant to be involved in all of this. And Sildren, does anything happen or does your stubbornness block? What do you want to have happened here? So what happens is um, there is scenes that are played out um, in the the props are a forest. Off in the distance, there's little, you know, dotted uh, village. Um, Xander would be the only one to recognize that it's actually um, a representation of uh, Edlin Home and or Bottom Hill Farms off in the distance. So they're in the um, Syrian forest. 
Um, the actors are, there's three of them and they kind of make a scene of sneaking, but it's not really sneaking. It's just, they're moving to a hidden location and there's a small temple representation there and a bear is carved on it, which is the avatar of Keth and standing before it is a, um, figure in a moss covered, uh, cloak, uh, with a, uh, headdress that's just antlers. So it's a uh, druidic, um, and the figures will circle around the temple and perform services. And then there's another scene, um, where there's dangers to, um, Edlin home and bottom hill and the three figures that are together. Um, go out and slay and uh, protect the town um, before retreating back into the hidden forest temple. Um, that is a temple to Keth in the uh, open forests outside of, uh, in the Syrian forest. And the lights flicker away and there is clapping again. A few more scenes happen with some of the locals. And once those are wrapped up, they break out of the more surrealness and start playing flutes and tambourines and doing the slightly uncomfortable part of the Ren Fair where they come out with a basket uh, and are <laughs> looking for donations. Uh, anyone want to do anything about that? Yaro hands it to Bali. <laughs> 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 I'm not permitted to have coin. Uh, Xander puts 10 gold in. Right. 10 coin are dropped into it. Uh, the other people give some donations, not as generous as what Xander did, uh, uh, the locals, but they take it. And the blood gypsy, she drops some coins in there as well. Fully cool. Drop do the same. 10 in as well. Yeah, All right. Likewise. Did Piercy do anything? Uh, you're on mute. Uh, 10. 10, all right. Nothing from Bali and nothing from Yaru. Good enough. Oh, no, I said uh, 10 from oh, Yaru. All right. So. all right, then everyone but Bali gains a hero point that can be saved until the next session nice. if you happen to have at least one hero point remaining. Nicely done. Being persecuted for my beliefs. <laughs> What's that? Get a hero point if you have a hero point. You gain one hero point. As long as you have at least one at the end of the session, you can carry one over to the... It's a so bankable keep one point. tonight. Okay, okay. If you have yeah. one, you'll have three next session. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Great. Um, the uh, Blood Gypsy gets away, walks away, and, uh, and Soldier, you catch up to her. Yes, you speak of things of terrible dangers. We have... Come, 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 come! And Soldern will sort of, like, kind of gesture to the rest of the crew to follow. And she and... walks up into her cave, uh, goes into the door. The place is a table uh, with some weird idol in the middle of it. It's her, it's her bed is in a small corner. It's like an alchemy desk over here. Strange dead animal things hanging. Multiple incenses that don't uh, go together well are all burning at the same time. Uh, and she sits down and puts together some makeshift 
chairs, maybe a small barrel, and get you guys all gathered around uh, the table. Ollie's still outside. He's arguing why he's not getting a hero point. From me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you is mean? Not, <laughs> Ollie's not in the room. What are you talking about, Stone Father? You stone bastard. Normally, that's me not getting the hero point. Now, <laughs> now you're the odd duck out. Yeah, apparently, uh, I'll be in the cave. With you. Oh, okay, you are there. Uh, we have returned to you to again seek your knowledge and wisdom. The creature, the dragon Char Ice seeks to destroy and bring the realm to ruin. Ooh, you seek information on the dragons? We do. We must stop this threat to the realm and prevent Char Ice from destroying what is and what shall be. That is a dangerous uh, enemy to seek information. Dangerous information to seek. Challenging information to seek. Expensive information to seek. We will pay whatever cost you name. Uh-huh. <laughs> he fails his diplomacy roll right off the bat. <laughs> Let's, let's call all them. of the all of the riches that this dwarf holds shall be yours. <laughs> I am forbidden to carry coin. Why is everyone tormenting me? <laughs> it will cost you a kingly sum of of ten, ten, 13 platinum coins. You know what? If this were not as important as last time, I would say that's too much, but I'm going to look at children in the eye. And blood. And And pay the price. All right, we'll pay third. Okay. And more. You You said dragons. Do you have information on more than just this white dragon? She taps... She taps at the little velvet pouch that's opened <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, I dropped 15 platinum into it. Oh! Here's the dragon, sir. <laughs> <laughs> she quickly wraps it up and tucks it down in some nasty little uh, robe that she has on and says, uh, I will answer, I will seek, I will ask the spirits. Uh, uh, give the circle, grab hands now, grab hands! I'm not familiar with this magic. What's she it's, doing? What's her plan? It's weird. It's weird. She has but us she, she helped us before. You seem so sad. <laughs> I smell necromancy. No, no, it's nothing uh, like that. There, I mean, I can tell you if you need to know, but there's, there is what you're mostly smelling is incense, and that's like four of them that are really not supposed to mix. <laughs> that one's a berry, that one's more of a citrus, they really don't blend, it, it smells weird, but it's fine. Smelling the necromancy incense, all right. Doesn't sell well, all right. Uh, 
She has you guys all hold hands. Bali seems a little reluctant, but finally does. Uh, and you guys have formed a circle. And she has grabbed the hands of Xanner next to her and Piercy on the other side of her with her dirty, covered, possibly warty hands uh, with her strange-smelling body close to yours, also not adding to the aroma of the room. And she starts weaving back and forth with her shoulders and her head and says, Spirit of the Isles, we ask to find an end to these terrible dragon creatures. We beseech you, spirits. We beseech, beseech them, little gnome. Beseech the spirits. Oh, I, beseech, I beseech spirits. I'm beseeching. I, I, I believe in spirits and that they should be beseeched rather than actually just trusting what could be, you know, natural occurrences of, of, of nature and possible uh, magics that are out there. So spirits instead, you're probably smarter than just understanding and observing what's actually in the natural world. So we'll trust you and I beseech you to impart, if we're doing this right, we're gonna, I, I'm beseeching for, woo! And, he's, gonna, he's gonna run out of air. <laughs> Uh, let me start again. So we <laughs> <laughs> we beseech you, spirits, beseech them, beseech you. And she closes her eyes and then opens her eyes and they're kind of glazed over. I see something. I see. I see a truth, a possible truth. A, a, a path that may come to pass. I see a storm of snow and ice covering everything, but there is also a sorcerer standing before it. Someone new, someone unlearned, someone uncontrolled, but he unleashes devastating power upon a great white dragon. The sorcerer's power weakens the dragon. The dragon is, is hurt. The dragon is vulnerable. I see warriors and wizards. She's pointing blindly at you all sitting at the table. Oh, once the dragon is broken, uh, I see them charging into battle and slaying the beast. I see you as the warriors. You will all survive in glory. You will be victorious. Yay! No. Oh. No, there is another path. You lie broken before the beast. You have not first used the great weapon against the dragon. The weapon, the weapon is the sorcerer. He alone must stand before and defy this dragon. His power will weaken the dragon. He, no, not he. She, she is a sorceress. Someone yet not known to you. She has the power to break the dragon for you to slay, but she is not ready. I see she does not know her power. She does not know what she can become. She is not the sorceress she needs to be, not yet. Her power is unfocused. She is untrained. 
to defeat the White Queen, you, she again points blindly, you must find this sorceress and take her under your wing. Guide her magic, show her the strength she has inside. And most of all, you must help her find the courage to stand before this dragon and bring an end to this frozen nightmare. Where is she? Where is she? Yeah, that, that's a good question. I was about to ask that question. She closes her eyes again, her left hand still holding on to Xanar. Her right hand lets go of Piercy upon you saying those words, drifts towards her robe and whips out a small velvety pouch. <laughs> Weaving her head back and forth, <laughs> unable to sense anything at the moment. Oh my gods. And Yaru will drop five more platinum with the clink of coins the pouch somehow instantly goes back into her robe and she snatches on and makes the connection (laughs) with Piercy again weaving left and right I see I see something I see her eyes become white I see a house by a lake a lake surrounded by wooden towers that dig at the lake The lake is far away, but not too far from a city. A city of strong men and women in a bay by the sea. They fight as clans against the dragons in the cold. There are two kings in this bay, one leading the city, the other hiding in a tower in the bay. That is the region where you can find the sorceress. The lake is across the bay, southwest of the city a few days. At this lake, there is a family that is a family that is not a family. The sorceress lives there. She is destined to break this great dragon, but she does not know that yet. And she may falter if told of her true identity. You must be careful with her. The truth too soon uh, will send her running and end in snow and ice. She, she has a burn on her arm. She does not know how to control her power. And she weaves back and forth. I was thinking more like a zip code. Are hmm. uh, we we're, I This is amazing. It's someone else like me. Don't know doesn't know her strength. Somebody could learn. We need to find her like like a wizard that she could learn from. Like Gabe. Do you guys remember Gabe? Maybe we could take her to Adlet home. Gabe could help teach her. He wasn't very good with me, but he might he might be better with her this time. Why can't she learn from you? Indeed, you, <laughs> you have so little faith in yourself. I mean, I don't always do things right. I, I, my spells don't work half the time, and I get lucky. It's, I don't. I still don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I have my magic. Zana, I can't teach anyone. Zana the youth. What, Sergeant? Go ahead. 
I would trust you far more than an old man or any other wizard to instruct a sorceress. Do you remember Callie and Varro? Maybe she could do it. She she helped put me on the right path. She was really good at things. <laughs> she really killed scary. you, if I remember. Yes! Xanar, we all believe you can do this. The only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to become. And you can teach this to her. We will help you. But first we must find her. Okay, let's find her. And maybe, maybe see if we can do some interviews on the way, just in case there could be somebody else. Yeah, we'll do all the, we'll, we'll interview the fish we see. <laughs> I need, um, Master Yaru, make a society and a survival roll with plus two, two rolls. Okay. Society. Not great, a 17 for society. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> 17. I'm gonna use How about those extra hero points. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's go ahead. I'll use both of them. Why not? All right, we roll both rolls, re roll both. Can't do worse than a three. 23 for survival and society 28. Okay, Yaru, uh, even though she's still in her little trance and um, Yaru lets go breaking the circle, grabs some small little incense tray that has a bunch of ash in it. And you see Yaru is making a bit of a mess on the table, drawing things out with his finger with this ash and recreating a portion of the map he just gave away from memory. And Yaru, you are able to identify uh, the rough location of what she is talking about. She has identified a city, which you believe is the city of Virik, the capital of Ivaron. Okay. And to the southwest, uh, a couple days, is a small uh, lake that you uh, have heard of in that region. It's right between the border of Ivaron and Navarre uh, called uh, Lake Pyre. Okay. And if anyone uh, has the map, which is I think mm-hmm. on our Discord as well, you can actually see that tiny, tiny little island in the southwest of the city of Virik of Ivaron. I see old Castle Lake. No, no, no. There's a tiny blip. South of the word Trothar is a... Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. To the east of Brackenhill Keep? No, to the west. No. Northwest. No, not the southwest of Viric, but it looks like it would be to the east of Brackenhill Keep. Oh, okay. What What was the lake called again? Lake Pyre. 
Lake Pyre. Okay, I'll uh, add that to my. I'm sure uh, once we get in the game. area, we could ask for directions. Yep. Mm. I was going to say we've been there, but none of us have been there. <laughs> it's good that you have studied that map, Master Yaru. It appears I have a rough estimate of where we should go. However, we can get there pretty quickly. Should we make this a priority? It needs to be. I think we've uh, distracted uh, Bali enough. He was not keen on doing the task we just did. So we what should task probably taking taking care of uh, of that uh, that foul beast Jen Kirtland. Ah, but you pursued dragons. Yeah. I'm always up for that task. This witchery may be witchery. I may not believe in what she does and who, but uh, I'll always go after a dragon. <coughs> it's dusty in here. <laughs> we thank you for your time. I hope next time we can get a discount. <laughs> Again, I, at the beginning of this, I asked you, you said dragons, plural. We've heard tales of another dragon, a red dragon. Do you know anything about, about, about this, this other dragon? I know lots of red dragon. Oh, <laughs> grab hands, grab hands. And we do. All right. Yep. She uh, does not complete the circle as she has had to remove a item from within her robe and place God it upon it. the table. <laughs> I gave it the Temple of Selene. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got two people with no money now. <laughs> I drop. Uh, I'll go in with you. <laughs> I drop five more platinum. In. Yep. All right. Same. She rocks back and forth and says, I see, I see a serpent, not the queen, another dragon, uh, one of heat and flame, a terrific beast lying within ruins. I see you ignoring this dragon at your own peril. But, 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 I also see agitating this dragon leads to death. There is a decision looming just ahead. The path comes soon. Fight and die or ignore and risk ruin. And then she snaps out of it, and her eyes become normal again, and she lets go of her hands. That was terrible! Those are both awful options! What's the good one? Where's the one where we, we're heroes and we're victorious, and the dragons are Thank you! Story? Come again! <laughs> <laughs> Our time has come to an end. That is all I can see. Peering anymore would, would bring 
would bring notice and 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 keep me up late at night. We shall not waste your time much further. Your words have been very valuable to us as our ample coin is more than proof. Yeah, very valuable. <laughs> very. <laughs> Incredibly valuable, lady. I'm going to take an oath myself. I need to get into this blood gypsy work. (laughs) (laughs) May the dark gods not see you in your endeavors and stay your souls from their clutches and may my, my, my visions guide you uh, back here once again. Yep. And poof, she throws ninja smoke fire, (laughs) and there's a big explosion, and smoke goes, and after um, 20 seconds, um, she's still just sitting there waiting for you guys to shoot. We've already left. (laughs) (laughs) At least Silburn has. The next group group comes in, she says the exact same. (laughs) (laughs) I see a dragon. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, you guys head out from our cavern and head down the slope back to your ship, and we will stop there for tonight. Ooh. Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us on our adventure. This was violently interesting, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, we will uh, be off next week, but be back uh, two weeks from now, and we'll see you then. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Bye.